0: On today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, we have our beer ratings from AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door. We've got ourselves a top 5 beer B-Ratings pay-per-view, uh, some pretty good matches to talk about, and there was a top ten match within the pay-per-view as well, so that's good. Um... And we're also going to close out with our predictions with Money in the Bank for this Saturday. We've got a Saturday episode this week because of the Saturday pay-per-view, which means we're recording on Thursday because we need time to do that shit, time to edit the show. Uh, And in between all that is the weekly recap, the Smackdown Rampage from last week. Uh, one that led into forbidden door and the other one that's still building the money in the bank. And then everything from this week, which is building the money in the bank and the great American bash next week, as well as the fallout from forbidden door slash the blood and guts match. It was bloody and gutty. As always, True. you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. Joe, are you ready to go? Yep, oh, let's go. Welcome to episode 63 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan, and I am joined by Joe and Chad, who was not with us there in the intro. Chad, welcome. I'm here. Joe, how are you? I'm sleepy. Mm-hmm. Started running again this week, and it hurts. Hurts a lot. Now, is that because you're just a big dumb fat piece of shit well realistically like when i start running it's my uh it's my quads and my thighs that just get real sore you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. same and when because I i'm a big it, fat piece of shit <laughs> hey, you, <laughs> hey you said it not me you said it too no um joe cut that cut the part <laughs> cut the part where i said it <laughs> no um i have a I have a little bit of news this week Joe's going to know what I'm talking about immediately. Uh, but it's been, it's been a big thing we've been tracking here on the show. I got my cake this week. Oh, shit. <laughs> what kind of cake was it? It was, a, it was a delicious red velvet cake from Walmart. And I just realized I already described it. But yes, it is phenomenal. It's delicious joe you did great walmart walmart bakery fucks dude it does it definitely humps it (laughs) (laughs) that's a little sneak preview for signs later i assume yeah i saw that sign (laughs) what else what else happened this week chad i know Uh, i I know you're just you're you're just (sighs) chomping at the bit to tell us what happened this week in wrestling well do you want to hear about what happened today in wrestling sure yeah, let's hear it let's, let's start with today in wrestling mostly, today because I haven't paid attention to anything that happened today so hit me today I go on to my lovely ESPN app I'm reading my sports news and it says WWE and I'm like that's weird usually that's not a good thing when WWE <laughs> is on the front page of ESPN what was the last time WWE was on the, the front Vince page? McMahon thing <laughs> okay I just want to make sure go ahead yep um, and it said Logan Paul has been signed to a multi-year deal with WWE. So I go to the Facebooks and the Instagrams and I look for WWE and on the WWE Facebook, they have posted pictures where Logan Paul is signing the contract next to Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, making it definitely official. And he's holding a sign. Did you see the sign? What's the sign say? Does it, it say this May match? I'm bumps? coming for you. Wait, who? It says, I'm coming for you at The Miz. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, that'll be an excellent match, I bet. No. Right? Okay, wait. I have one question. Did we get the Triple H and Logan Paul picture where Triple H is next to him pointing at him? I don't know. No. The two that I saw, one was like Logan Paul signing and like Triple H is standing over him. The other one was just like him holding the contract And like Triple H is like, oh yeah, he gave a thumbs up. I don't remember if it was a thumbs up or just like a smiling next to him, but it was. Mm. It's sort of like it's sort of like an AEW where it's not official until we get the so and so is all elite. Oh, nope, he gave the point. See the point? Yes. All right, (laughs) we got it. Nice. Triple H pointing at Logan Paul. There it is. It's official. Now, do you think this is a good thing, Chad and Dylan? Or do you think it's he had one good match that he he practiced very hard for and now he won't be as good as that one match we remember? Here's here's I have I have one overarching opinion. I don't think I that he will have bad matches because I think he will be prepared like he was for that match. And I don't think they're gonna use him all the time. Like I don't think he's gonna be on the weekly shows wrestling. I think he'll do a lot of pay-per-view matches every now and then. And he has then the time to get prepared for them. So I don't think his matches will be bad. My concern is his character. Mainly because I think they're going to try and shove a face Logan Paul at us immediately. And I don't want that at all. (laughs) If I'm going to watch Logan Paul, I want to hate him. I want to not cheer for him. I don't think they're going to try that. Like, I think they're. He's already the face in the Miz feud that's going to happen at SummerSlam. But could they just turn the Miz face? No, he's like naturally. literally spent raw talking shit about fucking AJ Styles. Dude, he's not a good face. The Miz is a bad face, yeah. Like that's also true. He's tried to be like a neutral-ish face before and it was just bad. Yeah. Um, I completely agree though, Chad. Like I think that Logan Paul will he'll show up for the big matches, like the big pay-per-views. Like he'll wrestle at SummerSlam. Probably won't see him again until the Rumble. We'll see him at Mania. And, like, we'll see him three times a year. And he'll show up in the weeks leading up to those pay-per-views. And we'll probably see him on, like, a smaller one once, maybe twice a year. But I think he'll do exceptional for a non-wrestler in those matches. And it'll be fine. As long uh, as they don't get him all the time or all, a face Logan Paul. I will be okay. Don't shove Logan Paul down our throats. Exactly. Um, Don't shove who, Dylan? <laughs> what? I'm, what? I'm sure what you were about to say is not to shove Logan Paul in our face. You that's, froze exactly, on us. that's exactly what I said. Damn it. That's exactly what I said. All yeah. right. And uh, the other that's- little bit of news. Oh. So, um... On some gaming podcast or during some interview on a gaming website, because you all know Kenny Omega is a big gamer. Kenny Omega said that he's had at least two major setbacks during rehab. Rehab has become a very painful process. And if he gets another setback during rehab, he might call it quits for his career. Damn. That's cap, dude. There's no way. Did I use that correctly? I don't know. I don't know how to use that correctly. I've heard it. I don't know how to use it correctly. <laughs> Maybe I'm showing my age here. But Yeah, I didn't ask you, Chad. You're way older than us. Joe, did I use that correctly? <laughs> a year older than you, you piece of fuck. <laughs> what You okay. piece of fuck. Hold on a second. We need to break that down. Could you explain to me what a piece of fuck is? You, Dylan. It's in the dictionary. Piece of fuck. And it says, Dylan. <laughs> you look up piece of fuck in the dictionary. It's just a picture of me.
1: Dude, yes. I think you're
0: I think you're two years on Dylan and three on me. There's no way to prove it, but how do you old how old are you, Dylan? Twenty-eight. He was born, he was born you in ninety three. When do you turn twenty nine? March. October. Thanks, Joe. Damn. <laughs> so <laughs> two and a half then. But yeah. And i my, my, one my and a birthday. Half, my, sorry, th- one and a half. My my uh twenty eighth birthday is coming up in half a month. Tis. See, I do know that you were born in July, Joe, because I'm a good friend. <laughs> Someone has a March birthday. Uh, I have a March birthday. Oh, it's See, you? <laughs> yeah, it's Chad. <laughs> yeah, we knew or, that. Year and a half, you piece of fuck. Um, or Dewey? <sighs> no, Dewey's. I think May. All right. Close we enough. talk about Kenny Omega here. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm. I'm calling. I'm. I'm calling bullshit. I don't think he would just say that on a random podcast if he didn't mean it. I think he would. Oh, if no. I think That's he K- would K- if he's K- friends K- with them. I think I think he's po- uh, popping a cap in our ass. Did yeah. I use that right? I don't think um, so. I also don't think that was right. <laughs> I think so I believe I believe the 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 definition of said cap is if you say cap that means you're calling them out for lying and if you say no cap that means that you're telling the truth. No cap. We'll, we'll have to ask Jeeves about that one, though. Ask Jeeves about it. Pulling that bit again. Yeah. It's not a bit. That's how I live my life. It's with Jeeves. You can't, there's not any, that's <laughs> not even a website anymore. <laughs> yes, it is. I guarantee. Yes, it is. Ask. It's now ask.com. That's what I'm saying. It's not ask Jeeves anymore. Yeah, but it's, in you remember, Florida. you remember when Orange Cassidy stole that bit from us? yeah actually that's son of a thanks Aubrey. um should we get into the pay-per-view from last weekend well weren't we going to start with the rampage and smackdown or what i don't know i, mean, I don't we, know how we normally like, do this no, so no nah, ra- no nah, let's ra- get let's get into the pay-per-view i mean in <laughs> my in my opinion we don't really like the stuff we have to talk about on rampage like really has nothing to do like there's one thing on rampage that happened that had something to do with the pay-per-view so i'm fine talking about the pay-per-view first okay cool um Uh, yeah okay chad okay so AEW, new japan pro wrestling forbidden door wait hold on before we get too deep in this i want a general question i have a question for both of you general question do you think this is on par with a normal AEW pay-per-view? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think it's less than par? There or, was a lot on this I didn't enjoy that much. Or greater than par, I guess. I would say about. it's below, th- slightly below. I think what it's because I've the main event used I think to. it's because the main event wasn't spectacular. The, the last two matches, like the bad ending of the Fatal 4-Way, the main event was subpar. I thought the Claudio Saber Junior match dragged on a little longer than it needed to. The FTR Triple Threat felt like a WWE match. Triple Threat. The Thunder Rosa Tony Storm match was a sleeper. Yeah. I, which I don't know if we're actually allowed to say that. For the record, we don't hate women's wrestling, but I don't at all. I think it's time to take the belt off Thunder Rosa. Yeah, just Shit. Thunder Rosa's title reign has been lackluster. Yeah. I can agree with that. Um, I'm not saying beer ratings wise like this goes definitely competitive beer ratings with the normal AWP review. I just there were matches here. Very high. Yeah, but I just there's only like one match that really stood out to me on this whole card. I'll talk about that later. Twitter agreed with me on which the best match was. Was it um, Lance Archer versus Nick Camarado? <laughs> no. <laughs> OK. OK. We'll get to that then later. Um, let's start with signs. I'll start with the one that we've already talked about. Yeah. There was a sign pretty much right in the front. uh, This match humps. Probably (laughs) the only one I wrote down. Probably my favorite sign of the night. Probably my favorite sign of the year so far because it just reminds me of of modern day wrestling. Yeah. This match humps. You don't get a lot of good matches. I mean, good signs anymore. Yeah. And you don't get a lot of matches that hump that often. But um so much so that I, I didn't even write down any signs. Oh my god, you guys don't have any signs? The only one I had was the one you just said. You stole my only one. Okay, I have five. Um well so four more. Uh another sign that said scissor me. And appropriate for the gun club and Max mm-hmm. Caster and the, the the what's what are they called? The acclaimed. Um listen. There was a sign, this isn't really a funny one, but it's it's quite literally a, I don't know. It's one that talks about like the state of wrestling right now. It's just a sign that said, get well soon. And it had 30, like oh, it, yeah, it had close that. to like 30 <laughs> names on it. And the only one I could make out was CM Punk. I didn't choose to like pause and read all the names on it, but there are so many people in both companies right now and by both, I mean, AEW and WWE, the ones we talk about on this show. So many people that are hurt right now. Yeah, I just want to mm-hmm. give a big congratulation to anybody that made it through the Forbidden Door pay-per-view without getting hurt. <laughs> or you made it to the pay-per-view at all. Because yeah. some people couldn't even make it to the pay-per-view. That's true. True. That's true. A lot of people couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Um. There was a sign that said Vince Fierce Khan. I don't think he does. Mm. Like Nick Khan? Maybe. maybe Nick Con. <laughs> maybe. and then uh, this one I thought was funny uh, it's kind of a callback to the 2006 ECW one night stand where the, the big banner that said if Cena wins we riot um, mm-hmm. this sign because of them being in Chicago it said if Punk loses and then it just said dot 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 oh wait because <laughs> well he's hurt and could yeah. not make it <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was I have good to one. believe that Chicago actually would riot. If he yes. lost. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sports. I also think that ECW arena would have rioted if John Cena had won that match against Rob Van Dam I think so too. Yeah. Fort <laughs> Cities are stupid. People that riot because people win or lose are stupid. Yeah. Who would he's do from that? New- he's from Long Island. He only has the islanders out there. He doesn't even know. I think he's talking about like no. Elections? No, I'm t- I'm talking more about like Philadelphia flipping cars and setting shit on fire. Chicago's the same way. Yeah, I mean they're crazy people. They're crazy they're sports stupid. fans. I saw people in they're Denver stupid. burning shit because the Avalanche won the title. Exactly, they're they won. I know. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Avalanche fan now.
1: <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you bandwagon heard, piece of shit. I thought you I, were a I, light- I thought, you, I thought yeah, you were a big lightning I w- guy. Uh,
0: I just, I just. I, I'm not impressed with them recently. So. Why is that? I'm lose not.
1: One fucking title.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a big uh, Avalanche fan now. Okay. S- 67% of the last three titles wasn't good enough for Joe. <laughs> well, because it's not 67, it's 66. Point... 6666, 6666, 6666, 6666. Yeah, you stupid idiot. I round. You're, you're round. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That was rude to say. You got any more signs, Dylan? No, that was it. All righty. So I guess we should get into the matches. Yeah. First match, uh, we had the Factory, QT Marshall and Aaron Solo versus Bishamon, which was Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Um, by the way, the first four matches are on the buy-in, the pre-show. Um, these were all really bad. We ran through these four matches like it didn't feel like we could breathe in between matches. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, that was kind of the whole night, though. My only note is just that everyone hates QT Marshall, including myself. His name is QT Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. See, so you, you wonder why I hate him. <laughs> I got a note that says this beer. This match got a beer and a half. <laughs> That's your only I note. <laughs> I took a note that there was a New Japan LA Dojo ref. In this match. Yeah. It's so like a, I, a training ref from New Japan. Yeah, I had. I st- Maybe I that's started why it was taking, bad. taking note of. uh, No, it was because QT Marshall was in it. I started taking notes on, on the refs, but then I stopped, apparently.
1: Yeah, oh, I, 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 really I, cool I did story. early.
0: And then I ended it as well. Because Dylan was like, let's take note of which ref is in which match. But then the entire card was just AW refs. Pretty much. I also, as soon as I said that, forgot that I said it, and I never paid attention to it after that. Mm-hmm. Sounds like well, Dylan would do. Wait, no. That's because of the thing that happened that night. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. The and, thing uh, that happened to my... After the FTR match. The thing that happened to my Wi-Fi at the hotel I was at. Oh, I guess while we're on the first match, I can complain about Bleacher Report, because my Bleacher Report app never worked. It just never yeah. It never worked. Not once. Yeah, it was- it's a technical difficulty the entire time. So I watched my computer, HDMI cable to my TV. Yeah, my, my, my entire pre-show was trying to use the app and then uh, the app not working and eventually going to the laptop and plugging it into my TV before the, the, the actual card started. I, I tweeted something out that night. I said something about how AEW should get a better streaming service and that they should do better. And then the tweet disappeared. Did you guys delete that? No. Or did we get censored? I did not delete any tweets. Are you sure you censored? sent it? Yeah, no, I saw I saw it get posted. Like if I, I look I at read the it. if I look at the drafts right now, is it going to show up in the drafts? No, no. No, I I tweeted it. Are you sure? Like 75% sure. Anyway, this is not important um yeah, this match wasn't very good. AEW has to break off their contract with Bleacher Report Wrestling. This is two pay-per-views in a row. It's pathetic and bad for business. Oh, it actually sent. It's right there. I can see it. Oh, okay, weird. I Yeah, and I, I stand by it. I don't see I stand that. by that. I had to you had to go to tweets and replies and then it's like in chronological order when you do that and then it's there. It's right after you said Nick Camarado is way too hairy.
1: Okay. Oh I, can
0: see oh, I see what you did, Joe. It's because you mentioned them. Oh, weird. Oh, they didn't like that. <laughs> You're not a, not a, yeah, not a big, not a big Twitter guy. Huh, Joe? No. Don't understand okay. The intricacies next time. If you want everyone to see that tweet, put a period before AEW. Mm. Uh, otherwise only people who follow us and AEW see that tweet. Speaking of period. Uh, this next match got a period five or <laughs> 0.5 and it was, it was totally unnecessary. It was Nick Camarado versus uh, Archer. Um, Here, Here's a weird thing for this match. Who was the new Japan guy and who was the AEW guy was not Lance very Archer. clear. Lance Archer is in new Japan now. I agree with you. But then later in the night, I thought the same thing. I was like new Japan's Lance Archer versus Nick Camarado from AEW later in the night. Kevin Kelly said that Lance Archer is AEW's representative in the G1 Climax. Yeah, both. I think they're both AEW. I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. I'm not sure. Super confusing. Totally useless match. I have no notes. It got a half a beer. Nick Camarado is very hairy. Let's. That's point? a note. Nick Comarado's hairy. Well, someone tweeted it, so it's the only reason I'm saying it. That was me. <laughs> my my one note for this was why was this added
1: i can't even and when read I, my when they writing. when they
0: explained it was going to happen at the beginning of the pre-show i went on wikipedia and the match wasn't even on the wikipedia so like it got added during the show yeah it was yeah it wasn't it was terrible i can't even read my handwriting for this next match so i can tell you that keith leah and swerve were in this and it was against someone maybe like Kenny Naro and El Desperado, El Desperado and Kenny Morrow, I think is how you say it. But if there's Suzuki Goon members. Yeah. Uh, this was I think the best match on the pre-show. Um, yeah, it was. It was pretty good. It was pretty predictable as well. There was a weird spot in this match where, like, where it looked like Swerve and Lee, like, weren't very coordinated. Like they weren't on the same team. Yeah, yeah. That's like the gimmick they're running right now is that like they have tension and like they don't want to be a team, but they do. They are a team, and like Keith Lee is like doesn't trust Swerve Scott. But yeah, yeah. It was like something like Lee bumped into Lee or other or vice versa. I think it was vice versa. Swerve like bumped into to Lee, and it was like, oh, can they coexist? And they did, and they won. They and did then, coexist. And then they got beat up. Who'd they get beat up by? I don't remember them Oh no, it up. wasn't a beat up. It was just they got called out again. Oh yeah. It was um uh the team Taz guys, uh Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs in the stands in one of those classic, like I'm in a, a box in the yeah the stadium and getting the like the light shining on them and then like them cutting a promo on uh, Swerve in our glory yeah, team which that's what it was let's just remember really, that Swerve swerving our glory is an absolute trash name it's so bad i do want to point out for our fans who read our twitter predictions my wife joined the twitter predictions for the first time um and she picks um a little differently than normal people do she doesn't pick who she thinks is going to win she picks uh, for things she likes uh and she picked suzuki goon because in her words swerving our glory is the worst tag team name she's ever heard nice <laughs> and then she read more of the card later and she disagreed with her initial opinion but I'll talk about that later.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: this... dudes with attitudes is <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that they gave us a little bit of history on that though. Yeah. Uh we'll get we'll get into that. This match got a 1.75 beers and it was the highest ranking match of the pre-show. Yep. And then to close out the pre-show, we had um the acclaimed Max Caster and the Ass Boys, uh, Billy Guns kids, Colton and Austin, versus uh, four members of the LA Dojo. You had the DKC, uh, Kevin Knight, uh, Yuya Uemura, and I'm, I'm missing shocked. one. I'm Alex Coughlin. You know some of these. Alex Coughlin. There. You, wow. Good. For I you. named all four of them. Wait, did but, we talk about in the last match? Um, Ricky Starks' quote. I yeah, didn't we, get a quote. We talked about Ricky Stark showing up, but not his oh. quote. He said Swerve looks like a Cine, looks like the Sinister stick in the Applejack commercial. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I remember. Oh, and, and then and then he was rude. He he called uh, Keith Lee fat too. I don't know if he called him the apple, but he called no, him fat. I don't fat. think so. He did. Oh, he did. Ken- yeah. I don't think it was it really the Stark was very rude. He, he called him fat. Yeah. If there's one thing that we don't do on this podcast is that shame people for being fat. You've literally called me round once already today. Yeah, but Joe already cut that. And Joe cut this part too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Max Caster comes out with the entire group of the acclaimed uh, and the ass boys and Billy Gunn. And then Dan Housen shows up on the screen and plays uh, the, music, hey, causing- the ass boys theme music. Yeah, we're the ass boys. Yep. Causing Billy Colton and Austin to run off. Yes, boys. Such a catchy song. Yeah, and then it became a yeah, I don't know why they're so mad match. about it. It's and then it became song. a four-on-two handicap match. You're right. <laughs> Which they still won. <laughs> as soon as that happened, I was like, no fucking way. Am I about to lose this match to Bree? who's the only one who took the LA Dojo guys. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. No fucking way is this about to happen. It didn't happen. It but- didn't happen. No, but it did start some heat in that group. And we'll get to that later. Yeah, that continues. What heat well, on Dynamite? The Ass Boys ran off. Oh, Dylan hasn't watched Dynamite. I watched Blood and Guts. He only watched Blood and Guts, so oh. we watched half of Dynamite. Oh my gosh! What, dude? All right, what well, we'll, we'll tell me? you all about it. We'll tell you all about it when we get. What to do Dynamite. you want from me, dude? I cannot be perfect all the time. I mean, you can. I am. So you know. Um. That match got 1.5 peers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You're round. Shut up. Oh, uh, <laughs> you, know you said we don't do that. That's twice. I'm going to count these. Hey, I'm, I just want to point out the one thing. I really like the whole acclaimed in the ass boys thing where Colton and Austin, when they, come, when they come out to the ramp and they say the wrong city and everything and just get booed out of the building and then Anthony Bowen's gets cheered heavily because he says it's the correct city. I'm going to... I love it. I'm going to stop you there. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, moving I don't think we're going to see that anymore. (laughs) Let's move on. Yep. 1.5 beers for the last match of the pre-show. And then we begin the main main card. The what? The main card. Starting off with the highest ranking match of the night. Dude. I think Dude, I, I just want to. I think I texted you guys. So shout out to me. I think I texted you guys before this started, and I was like, "This is going to get a lot of beers." It's kind of funny. I was uh, doing some traveling the last couple of days, and uh, I'm listening to the last week's episode, and an exact quote from you, Dylan, was, uh, "I just don't see any matches on this car that are like six beers or higher." There's no way I said that. Yep. <laughs> Cannot confirm. Yeah. No. It, there's no way I said that. No, so I'm this just kidding. Got I, said a lot of <laughs> I said that beers. I said that. You didn't say that. And it got six and a half beers. Yeah. yeah and Aubrey okay. Edwards was the ref. Yeah, Aubrey Edwards refs every Chris Jericho match. She really? Well, not this one on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah she, she did. Was she there. was outside. She's the, the one who got she beat by Take county. County. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Keep track of that. I guarantee you, she refs every Chris Jericho match.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Are you just saying that on a whim, and you're hoping no, think it's right, or like I'm you like, believe that? I'm like ninety percent confident that that's true. Well, I think huh. she's the main ref. I think she's. Mm, I thought Bryce. Uh, Bryce yeah, Remsburg Bryce, was Bryce the ref. I don't know. Excalibur I don't likes know. to say everybody's a senior referee. Paul Turner, Bryce Remsburg, Aubrey. I Edwards. couldn't pick Paul Turner out of lineup. Well, so, so she has heat against. I know he her. looks like a generic white dude. Yeah, it's, I don't I don't know who Paul Turner looks like. I know no, who Paul? Bryce Rendon is. I, I could pick Paul Turner out of a lineup if he was in the lineup with four African American fellows. That's how white <laughs> this guy is. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't realize this until a couple weeks ago, but Aubrey Edwards actually has heat amongst AEW fans, and we all know AEW fans suck. Uh, what? No, it's the CWC that sucks. No, they both yeah. suck. <laughs> wrestling Hardcore AW fans suck. CWC fans also suck. Hardcore WWE fans also suck. Hardcore yes. wrestling fans suck. Yeah. Internet wrestling fans suck. The IWC is awful. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, the heat behind her is that people are calling her out for trying to get herself over instead of oh, doing the rest yeah. job of trying to get the ref the wrestler over. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. That's been happening for a while, actually. Yeah. Um, what do we think about that? Aubrey Edwards is pretty good. She's oblivious to everything that actually happens in a match, but like, she's, I'm, she's a I'm terrible terrible okay. Referee. She's a terrible referee, <laughs> but like, terrible referees can be as entertaining as good referees. So, I mean, yeah, she's entertaining. I mean, but, but she's terrible, right? She is awful. Okay, sweet. I just want to yeah. make sure we're she sees all, nothing. All that on happens. the same page, yeah. Um, There's probably something she missed here. Oh yeah, I've, I said of course. Aubrey missed the bat to the back. Yeah, that was interference, wasn't it? Yeah, somebody interfered and hit somebody with it a bat. T- it was Tay. Ty Conti hit somebody with a bat. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Um, Red Shoes Son. Uh, badass. I'll go by his, go by his nickname. Shooter me a lot. Shooter McGavin Umino. Umino shooter shooter shido Umino, shooter mcgavin Umino, dude is a fucking boss that dude's good as shit he's He's not the first new New japan guy that's going to impress me on this card though like that was that was the first like a guy i had never heard of that i was like holy shit but Mm -hmm. there's a couple of those on this card let me see here who impressed me clark connors well we'll we'll talk about that joe because i have a quote from you (laughs) <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about, but I do think Clark Connors was really impressive in that match. Yeah, that's immediately who I thought of when I started scrolling down. But all right. Yeah, this match. um, It was awesome. There were so many chops. Yeah. Chest oh. Chops. oh, wait. My second note here. um, Joe absolutely hates Minoru Suzuki's entrance. I think he's just annoyed by the fact it was such a big deal. No, I don't, I don't hate his entrance. I like what I said was that after the Suzuki incident, like it seems like every time (laughs) those memes are fire. Uh, But yeah, ever since the the Suzuki incident, like he comes out and everything gets quiet and he's like waiting for the the moment to happen. And then just waiting for the crowd to, to sing along to his song with him. And I'm like, this seal, this feels forced. And I, it is forced because he made so, he cried about it so much when, when they cut his music short. The worst part is like when the Kaze near comes up, when they that's do the that part I'm talking about when they do that, all he does during that is that's when he gets in the ring. Like he's just getting in the ring like a normal dude. Yeah. That, and that's what I'm talking. It feels so awkward because he makes it to the ring before that and then he like stands on the apron just on the outside on the of the outside apron, just like and waits for the cazino and then <laughs> we'll finally cazino plaz- <laughs> <nary, nary. laughs> <laughs> and nary, nary, nyr, nyr, nyr. and then he just waits and it's awkward and then it finally hits and he wants everyone to sing along with him and then he or with the song and climbs into the ring so it's like he made such a big deal of it but it's super underwhelming yeah um so yeah like i said this is uh this was a very good match um lots of chops lots of shotgun chops by eddie kingston which was yeah a big reason why this got such a high rating of six and a half beers and yeah and i updated the beer ratings database for this already because you guys give me so much shit this (laughs) is now the number nine overall match currently Hmm. Well, have you added Wednesday match to the now? <laughs>
1: I'll mostly just leave be, it at
0: mostly because I don't trust you and I haven't rewatched it yet. Whoa, yeah, I don't trust you. I don't think it's. I'm just gonna say it now. Chad got 12 beers, which would be a new record mm-hmm. for Blood and Guts. Um, I don't trust that at all. You I probably should, it. but it. I wouldn't put it past AEW to listen to this show and be like, we need to break the record that war game set. We'll just do it with this blood and guts match. All right. And blow it out of the water. And here's what you need to do. Then you need to go rewatch it. Uh, Pay attention during all the times where they go to picture in picture. And I bet you will get a similar number. If not the same number. That's the tough part. I I would rewatch it if they had a a clip where it wasn't picture in picture. Like, there's just I basically not, just, me exist. and my wife watched it and then we both watched the screen so that if one of us got distracted we were still yelling the things out that got tallies <laughs> It's Wait, very easy did, to get distracted You did tallies for the 12 beer match? You didn't drink 12 beers <laughs> yes. in an hour? No <laughs> Pussy I wish I could say I've never done that before i do never before I honestly don't think I have I think you probably have Yeah, I probably have <laughs> back back in the good old days when we were young when we were Now we're young. so old but not as old as Chad. Yeah, he's super old. Chad. R-I-P. Has do, Chad has to do tallies every <laughs> time he watches wrestling. You have want to call me round twice and old twice go fuck yourself. Shut up. You round old bitch. <laughs> add, add a tally time. to both of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the next match. Uh, it was the winner. Did we ta- go? How many beers the last match was? Six, six and a half. Six Number six nine. We, did, we, we talked about it. Okay. Jesus, dude. Uh, Are you a- a- hearing a- in a- your a- old age? A- I have really good hearing. Fuck yourself. So do no, I. I. didn't hear me say six and a half beers. All right. Next match winner take all tag team match, triple trip tag team match, but not really. It was FTR. United Empire and Rapongi Vice for Rapongi Vice walked in with no belts. Um, United Empire with the New Japan tag team belts and FTR with pretty much every other belt in the world except WWE. Um, and they walked out with the New Japan belts now. Caprice Coleman was also on the call. Yeah, I wrote that same note. Love Caprice Coleman. Love Caprice Coleman. I'm new He's to great. Caprice Coleman, but love him. He's great he's on commentary. Just a, he's just another jolt of energy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's a different mm-hmm. jolt of energy. It's not like Excalibur jolt of energy where it's like this guy sounds like he's on heroin and cocaine at the same time. Let's when just while we're on this topic talk about how this entire card every match seemed to have a different group of people commentating on it throughout the night. We just kept changing the commentary team. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I was really JR upset. didn't rest, do half the card. Yeah, I was upset when JR was not on the call and it was kevin kelly instead taz and kevin kelly wednesday. yeah wednesday he didn't come out till uh blood and guts he wasn't on the whole first half of the show well i wouldn't know that because you guys are giving me all these spoilers that's not a spoiler <laughs> is it oh it's a prediction <laughs> no it's fact um was this triple threat a little bit of a letdown for you guys no i thought it was good I thought it was good, but it felt to me like a WWE match. It wasn't a true triple threat, and the Tri- FTR, in- and the FTR injury angle felt like a real WWE move. That that was a ripoff of the Cody Rhodes in- injury. He said after the show that it was a in the scrum, scrub or whatever they call it, the media scrum, that it was a storyline injury. Yeah. To add add hype to the match. Yeah, that didn't add any add any hype to me. For me, didn't. Yeah, we all knew he was coming back out. Yeah, Joe. I think you said it like eight times during. Yeah, the match. because you guys kept on talking like it like he wasn't going to come back. <laughs> and it was so obvious that he was going to come back. I mean, yeah. I just wanted to believe that it wasn't happening. I just I feel like that's a WWE move to add hype into a match with like a fake injury where someone walks off and runs back out. Like how many times have you seen that in Money in the Bank? They've done that so many fucking times. Or Brock Lesnar in that Fatal Four Way. Um uh, 2017. The Fatal Four Wit SummerSlam. Mm, such a good match. Oh, I, just that thought, such I good feel match. like it's a very WWE move. Uh, it was a good it, match, so though. Daniel Bryan scary. at WrestleMania. Yeah. AKA Brian Danielson, if you didn't know. Who also didn't wrestle Like Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Jr. doesn't know. JR had a slip up at Blood and Guts, too. I don't know if he, he had that. six he had five. Slip up. Oh, I counted five. <laughs> Oh, it's Taz had a slip up, slip up as well. Were they all Cesaro slip ups? Yes, <laughs> it <laughs> oh was a god. lot. There there were Daniel Bryan slip ups, Cesaro slip ups, and Taz had a Ruby Riot slip up. Oh my god! Woof. I counted Jr. messing up five times. Wait, he, then you must have missed the Daniel Bryan. Probably, I I only counted Cesaro's. Woof. Dude, um the internet was calling him for him to retire after that. Which, shut up, internet. Are we, do you think we give JR too much credit or should we just let him keep doing his thing? I mean, I think that I'm in the middle of like, I know JR is like the GOAT commentator. But I also know like JR is like an old, and not like me old, like really actually old. And like You're sometimes, old. sometimes it comes out. No, like. You're old, JR's older than dirt. Did <laughs> <laughs> they play it into the star reference thing like pretty hard? Which is oh, pretty yeah. crazy because the star reference was just like jackets that they, that they they put on to troll like a year ago, and now it's an actually a thing. It's definitely it's not, a not thing. about star ratings, it's about how many belts they have. Yeah, seven stars. No, seven, I know. Seven. Yeah, seven seven stars seven belts and this this made seven belts seven different belts between four companies yeah i mean they're pretty awesome ftr they don't have awesome. much else they can go fucking do ftr is NXT amazing UK? i mean mm-hmm. like legitimately R- i think they could go get like R- the they could go get like the gcw or impact or nwa belts but like all those kind of seem below them like those aren't very big yep. promotions and i don't think that's yeah. like, on par with them Enough for I you could, to watch,
1: like, I agree. Is, I don't watch Impact GCW, like, don't fucking write big that. You know,
0: <laughs> Chad watches G- GCW. Put I that fucking refuse. Put that in the Dude, they're, they're literally holding the, the triple the A- belt, over. yeah. That's true. They're quite literally what <laughs> impacts Impact is pretty is big than, in Mexico. What, what do they have yeah. right now? They have triple A, IWGP heavyweight, and the ring Harded. of honor, and soon to be AEW Whoa, no way. They've previously held the AEW in all three of the WWE ones. Yeah. Yep. Well, WWE is for the UK. Dude. Yeah, they didn't win the we UK. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to do that. Briggs and Jensen are holding that down. <laughs> dude, that was weird. <laughs> That's my that funniest so segment weird. of the week. I got to talk so about weird. that later. All right. Um, this winner-take-all match got three and a half beers. FTR wins the uh, IWGP Tag Team Championships. Heavyweight Tag Team Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Thank you. And then we get into the four way All Atlantic match. Dude, Uh, Joe, how (laughs) sad were (laughs) you? I I was pretty sad. Uh, You know what? Before we move on, you know what belts they could win is they could go over with Danhausen and win the Trios titles in New Japan. No. Eight eight stars. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We'll get into it. What if. We'll talk like about it. two years from now, them and CM Punk win the trios tag teams that the W I and mean, the AEW is going to have. Yeah. Anyway, now we can talk about how sad I was. So this I was really it. Uh, because you guys even called me out for it last week that I talked Pack winning this up so fucking hard, and then I picked Alistair or damn Alister Black Jr. Or JR. Wow, damn good job, <laughs> Jr. Malachi Black. Because I said he deserves it. He's an AEW original. The belt has been taken from so many times. But I feel like Black has a bigger following right now. And that Black is going to win. And then he's going to have a feud with Pac. A singles feud with Pac. And that uh, Pac would eventually win the belt. And I was wrong. I was so wrong. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think anybody picked this match right actually. Nobody no, nobody it right. nobody picked Pac. So for for this match, um getting off of Joe's sadness, uh, I have a quote from Joe, not necessarily a quote, but um and this might not be a direct quote, but I I believe Joe called Clark Connors a jar of mayonnaise. Yeah, his promo before the before the like during the pre-show. He was such a fucking jar of mayonnaise. He was so fucking basic, <laughs> like basic mayonnaise face, <laughs> like basically as white as Cam- white gets. <laughs> basically, what Cameron Grimes did before he actually started like the heel turn, where <laughs> he enters like, no, I'm not. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I'm gonna do this, and because I, I I can overcome my adversities, and I'm gonna be great, and I'm gonna make everybody proud. Like shut the fuck up.
1: I think people- it's funny
0: because I thought Clark Connors was actually pretty good in this match. Yeah, he was. He, he was. He delivered That's during a surprising the match. thing. That I, I, my, my disdain for Clark Connors, which isn't even a real disdain, but it was just like a comment that Dylan, Dylan, want, felt like was necessary to bring up, <laughs> is, is just his character work is so bad. It was nothing about his wrestling. Most New Japan, New Japan, work is yeah, bad. So a few like characters come out of New Japan. A lot of great wrestlers come out of New Japan. I feel like characters are hard to find. Um, I thought this match was good. Yeah. A lot of like top rope flippy stuff that wasn't like beer drinking, but like still entertaining. Yeah. I did write, I did write at the beginning because this is what it was in the beginning until Clark Connors came out of a shell or his jar, let's to say. (laughs) Um, (laughs) this was. This was quite literally a triple trip match with a dude, an, another normal dude, just there. Yeah, it yeah. was like the three of them fighting, and then he run in, and they like punch him a couple times. We immediately roll out. like just throw him out of the ring. They'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here, Clark Connors, you piece of shit!" But then later dude, in the match, con- he did he did do some stuff. At, at the beginning, like before the match even started, when all, the last entrance, I was like, "Fuck, Miro's gonna win," because everyone came out normal. No, no big pop, and then Miro came and his music hit and the Pyro hit, and the crowd was so in love with Miro. Yeah, they were super over on him. And wow. I was like, fuck, Miro's gonna win. Crowd was just a bunch of dumb idiots like Chad, who thought Miro was gonna win. You picked Malachi Black and he didn't win either be piece of fuck. Um, can I uh real quick, Miro news I read this week? Did you see Miro signed a new contract with AEW? Did not Yeah, he said he gave Tony Khan a discount. Yeah. And he said he's gonna he like, cause Tony Khan knows he's a future world champion, which we'll see. But he said his current his current uh view is the All Atlantic Championship, so expect that feud to continue. Hmm. Uh, well, this match got two beers. Pac is the inaugural All Atlantic Champion. Cru- crush it. Good job, Joe. Uh, and then so next- that means you're the champion, right, Joe? Because you crushed it? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. good job, Joe. Oh, um, oh, weird. The next match was the Bullet Club, which was the Young Bucks and El Phantasmo versus the... Wait, I just want to say that I was going to tell Dylan to bring the belt to my house this weekend so that if you were in the, in the off chance that you retain, that I could bring it up to you next Friday. And now I'm thinking of not even doing that, just saying I forgot it because you were just mean to me. Y'all have called me fat four times and only oh, <laughs> three not times. Called you fat. <laughs> I have not called you fat. I'm just poking a little bit of fun because you were so smart about how you picked pack. And then you didn't pick pack because you made like the best point of ever about why he should win it. And then you didn't pick him. Yeah. Cause I'm an idiot. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Joe is stupid and you're fat and I'm both of those things. Oh, at least I'm only 50% of what you are. I mean, that's just how fat I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the next match, as you said, Bullet Club, uh, El Phantasma and the Young Bucks <laughs> versus the worst tag team name of all time, according to my wife, uh, the dudes with attitudes, which was uh, Sting, Darby Allen, and Shingo Takagi. Yes. Very um, bad name. I did gain respect for this name, like a little more respect when they said that that the original version of Dudes with Attitude was a WCW reference of Sting with some other people. I don't remember who they were uh, going off against the Four Horsemen, and that was the or- original version of the Dudes with Attitude. So this was a reference to a bad name from WCW. And the Dudes with the Attitude character. was a uh, stable including Lex Luger, Paul Orndorff, the Steiners, Sting, the Junkyard Dog, and El Gigante. Which yeah. was Good John so, Gonzalez in WWE. It was a cool, it was a cool call out or callback to Sting history, but still Eric terrible. Bischoff. That's a terrible name. <laughs> so bad. We can blame so Eric bad. for this. Um, we can blame Eric Bischoff for a lot of things. <laughs> David uh, Arquette. <laughs> I will say there was. Um, I don't know how funny you guys thought this was, but the, and I've seen El Fantasma do this before. Um, but the, the back rake move where he like jumps around and does flips and cartwheels and other stupid shit. And then it just ends it with a fucking back rake. Yeah. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then, uh, Matt Jackson did the same thing like right afterwards and did like yeah. three cartwheels and then did do a back rake. I got, a, I got a quote for this match. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I think it's also El Phantasma does like a titty twister. Yeah, mm-hmm. twister he, tries, <laughs> he, tries, yeah he does a titty twister on Sting. He tries, yeah, he does a titty twister on Sting and Sting no-sells it. Uh, and then Sting does a titty twister on him and JR says, he's got the areolas. <laughs> 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 I giggled. <laughs> oh shit, JR. I think this is the first match that Tony Schiavone was part of the tag, the, the he was, commentary team. He was. What the fuck? So weird. This was just such a weird night for commentary. It was never terrible, but it just changed almost every match. And it was Yeah, just like Taz Why? was there for like the first six matches and then he left for Tony Schiavone to join. It didn't... I don't know. It just Kevin Kelly was sense. out there the whole time? Yeah, it just didn't make any sense. Um... Sting is just a fucking wild man. No showed for his entrance. Sixty three uh, years old. Sixty three years old. Jumping off of the entrance way. Just yeah, fucking insane. The Dude, use of lights thought... to like shine on the on him was awesome. Dude, when Sting didn't come out during his entrance music, I was like, fuck. They attack Sting backstage. Sting's not going to be in this match. He's going to get replaced, hurt. or 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 it's going to be a handicap. Yeah. And Bullet Club was going to win. That's not what ended up happening. He no, obviously we all. already said it. You know the he crazy, was on top of the entrance ramp. The crazy part was right before he was on top of the entrance ramp, he was up in the like rafters. Crazy. Yeah, dude, I thought he I thought he was going to fucking zip line to the center of the ring. At first, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, he's going to fucking zip line. <laughs> and then somehow, like he, like he, he used made to it, do, somehow he made it all the way down to the entrance way, like in like two seconds. Yeah, like teleported. This is crazy, incredible. He's you, you think there, Chad? How do you think he did that? Uh, he's fucking Sting, obviously. He's fucking Sting. He, he's no, he, the fucking man, Sting. He's the icon. So wait, you think that Sting the wrestler is fucking Sting from the police? No, um, or, or I think first, he fucks himself, but everyone does. Um. <laughs> okay. Hey, that's a weird way to put it. Um do you think that the the Sting and Darby Allen team is gonna get a tag team title shot after this? Um I could see that being like the the direction. The direction they're going since they just had a match, but it was a six-man. It was supposed tag. to be red dragon involved too, and that was like where the heat started with was Red Dragon and Sting and Darby. But I think with Sting and Darby winning this, you got a perfect chance to put Sting and Darby in a like a main event of Dynamite against the Young I think Bucks. You said that last week, but like, will they win though? Because no, they, they win all the time. You, you said it; they were going to hand Sting his first loss. Yeah, you definitely talked about this last week.
1: Yeah, I him? think
0: I I mentioned it when I yep. picked the yeah. dudes with attitudes. I thought they were going to be the number one contenders hmm. because of this, and I still think that. I think Sting's going to lose his first match. It's going to be on Dynamite when they lose to the Young Bucks for the titles. I think you should cake bet Joe on that. I don't cake bet people who are three states away addicted to cake bets. Dude, I'm moving soon. I'm going to spend, starting next week, I'm going to spend the next 28 days in Norfolk. Oh, Uh, uh, fuck yeah. I'm going to be there for SummerSlam, dude. Oh, shit. We're definitely watching SummerSlam. Nice, dude. You can teach Chad how to edit the show. Maybe you can do some work for us. <laughs> you know, I go on deployment in like 40 days. I'm sorry, what? 40 nights. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You I go on to, what? I have to go on deployment, but you, you can, can go, go to that. that place permanently. It's not permanent. It's for six months. Dude, just knock up your wife. Again, <laughs> I did I, that. I, <laughs> four times. early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you uh you screwed up The timing no longer works for that option and fuck that to a fifth one so you hump too soon dude i'm I'm really bad about that (laughs) um if you had just lasted a couple more bumps (laughs) i was gonna make some reference to what we're talking about in the next match but i think that would be highly inappropriate (laughs) oh boy the Um, sting and darby allen match got two and a half beers yeah um, the next <laughs> match they did make an announcement between that match and the next match about grand slam returning and arthur ash should be oh. good i'm excited for that again oh fuck did you see the news after the show that tony khan announced no no i totally forgot to write this down as news but tony khan and the post show the scrum the media scrum i might have heard about this by the way but he announced said. ring of honor death by dishonor in july, july. oh yep. july. yeah i'll also be there for that chad Oh, fuck yeah. Wait, where's that? That's in Lowell, Massachusetts, but... He will be in Norfolk when it happens. Yeah, you guys can probably go. I'm not traveling to fucking Massachusetts. No, I'm not going to Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's cool. But the next match... Yeah, speaking of asses... Um, the next
1: <laughs> Two the nice
0: butts... Next- Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. Sup, sup. Tony. I'd sup, sup them times both. too. I'd sup them both. This was just a really long match without like much happening. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was un- the only I, note- I hate to say it. I hate to say it because this was the only woman's card on the match, but it was probably the worst, the worst one on the main of on my main card. Looking at the thing, main event. I didn't much care for, but it did win me something. Yeah, probably the worst match on the main card. Fuck off. Yeah, I agree. Um, notes I had for this: uh, the handshakes to start and end the match. That was, that was a thing that happened, um, and then um, Tony Storm smacked her own ass into the camera. And then, and then uh, used it and then, to, used, and then used her butt to um, put in Thunder Rosa's face. Yeah, I've never like watching older Kishi matches, I was like, damn, I definitely don't want to be stink-faced. <laughs> and I'll, stop, I'll stop that statement there, actually. I will actually continue <laughs> to mute this statement real quick. I was watching this with my wife, and um, she and does the she, hip she attack, turned- and if she looked like she hit the shit, like Thunder Rosa's head whipped like real yeah, back, real that, hard. That looked like it hurt. It looked like it hurt Thunder Rosa real bad. And I said, "There's worse ways to go." And my wife thought that with a show was funny as fuck. So, on the same lines, there is definitely worse ways to go. <laughs> Name three. Um, any other way? You ever see the show A Thousand Ways to Die? All of, of those one. are probably worse Indian than ways. dying to a hip attack from tony storm i prefer a butt attack but that's what it's called a hip attack but it is a butt attack yeah it's the stink face it's a big butt (laughs) (laughs) all right uh that got a beer and a half thunder rosa retains duh easy stuff um the next match match of the night yeah i was to say i think we're all in agreement this is match of the night and I'm so upset because I had it in my notes last week and I don't think I said it. I I had in my notes that Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy was going to steal the show. And I'm hating myself now because obviously in hindsight, I can say that and you guys won't believe anything I say. I mean, I said the same thing. So I I, pull, I believe you would say it because I said the same thing like two, three weeks ago when they first announced this. I was like, that's going to be a fucking barn burner. It's going to be so fucking good. And that's I, when you asked me if I thought Orange Cat. I thought you asked... You, you were like, Chad, I thought you hated Orange Cassidy. And I was like, no, he's really good in the ring. I just don't like his gimmick. Because yeah, I said this match, this match was going to be fucking awesome. This match was definitely a sleeper and like way over delivered. The fact that Will Osprey and Orange Cassidy put a match on that... That was better than Hangman, Okada, White, and Cole is fucking wild. And I don't think that's just the ending. The ending was bad for the other match, but this was, I think, way more entertaining from start to finish than and the it's, Fatal Four Way. like mostly due to Orange Cassidy. I yeah, think I mean, that Will osprey sells being the heel here really well. It made it entertaining because he would hit a move and then be like shocked that Orange Cassidy kicked out. And that yeah. would just ramp the fans up even more Dude, when he kicked out of the hidden blade. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I've never seen anyone kick out of that. That was wild. I don't know if anyone has, but it'd be pretty crazy for them to be like, yeah, orange Cassidy, you're going to be the first person that kicks out of this move. <laughs> I mean, he had another move that was bigger and better. So I don't think it's like the only move he has no like, like i don't Os- think it's his The oscutter used to be his finisher and then it was the stormbreaker and then and he the also and then he also added hidden blade he is a stormbreaker to win this match though and that move is awesome i also mm-hmm. love the oscutter that's legit as fuck yeah will osprey is just amazing very good you also got your surprise appearance right before this match when Juice Robinson made his backstage appearance. And then he don't, sat in the crowd for this whole don't thing. Don't fucking try to butter me up because I got some things right. You fucking won, you you, you old fat prick. Stop, Dylan. <laughs> I just want to I want to commiserate my uh, my fourth title victory and uh, say uh, thank you to all of those who believed in me. It's been a wild ride to get here, but yet again I am the champion. For now. For at least six days. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my picks I haven't even made yet on paper for fucking money in the bank are really gonna be great, I'm sure. Um was there a botched three count in this match? I wrote that. In the down. Will Ospreay match? Yeah. Not that I remember. I wrote yeah, botched I three count after a beach break. I wrote interference, but I don't remember who it was. Aussie open interfered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Oh, my favorite part of this match. Osprey goes for the os Cutter while Orange is just standing in the ring, and Orange notices what's happening, and he just moves out of the way and lets him fall on the on the mat. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Anytime somebody does something like that, I think it's hilarious. When they just move out of the way, of moves. Yeah. When they just use common sense. Yeah. I don't know. Just it's just awesome. I love that shit. The amount of internet yeah. trolls that were like, "This match is gonna suck." Orange Cassidy fucking sucks. That got like quieted by how good this fucking match was. A lot was. of people fucking hate Orange Cassidy and like everything about him. I just don't like the. I don't give a fuck about wrestling gimmick as much as I. I'd like him it's, in the ring. It seems to be as present. Re- yeah. Recently. It seems I mean, like he's moving away from the the lackluster, like doesn't give a fuck gimmick. He yeah. still does like the thumbs up, but like, I mean, because when talk more about that later. When Orange Cassidy gets serious, like, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't like the orange punch. That's a bad finisher. That's a Superman punch. Even Roman Reigns moves away, has moved away from that as his finisher. He used that as a signature. That doesn't even. Fin- no one fucking. Everyone kicks out at the fucking Superman punch. But Orange Cassie yeah. uses it as a finisher. I mean, he uses the beach break, too. What the fuck's the beach break? The Deadeye, basically. Oh, okay. It's similar. I think. Got it. He didn't use that on Wednesday. On Wednesday? He opened the show on Wednesday with a match. Oh. Did he have his new theme? Yes. Yeah. Damn it. I gotta watch that. Yeah, it was a really good match to open the show. And All a right, really I good watch. song. Yeah, I love that song. It reminds me of that show. Uh, we'll we'll move on. Um, this got two beers. Uh, and then Zack Sabre Jr. versus Mystery Opponent. Yep. And um, I hate the fact that I switched because cost you the belt. It did. That's funny because I convinced you to switch and I told you not to switch. And then because you switched, I won the belt. Yeah, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I just want like one time to get the belt and hold it for more than one pay-per-view, Oof, which I have done before. I've done it for multiple in a row. I had a really long rain. I don't know, way back in the day, but not the longest. No, I'm talking about like before we started keeping track. I do remember a rain that I had with the belt. It was, it was long. It was like all summer. I mean, the first, like, 30 episodes of this podcast was just Joe holding the fucking belt over everyone. Yeah. When Joe has it, he he does well. It's like he gets on a hot streak. Yeah. It'll um, come again one day. But I switched to Jonathan Gresham. It was not the right choice. Um, the news broke before the show started on Sunday, and it was... Cesaro, as Jr. would say, Claudio <laughs> Castagnoli. Uh so the news broke, so I switched back, but at a price. I'm I'm gonna screw up with that too. It's not just Jr. I'm gonna call him Cesaro from time to time. Yeah, but we yep. can do that. We're not on TV. We're yeah. not being paid by Tony Khan to call it correctly. I don't think yeah. Jr. is being paid to call it correctly. I, think I, paid, I honestly, Jr. is being paid <laughs> to talk. Period. End of sentence. I think <laughs> he's just paid to be there. I honestly like Cesaro for him. I think it's a good name for him. Yeah, but I Claudio probably... Castanolis is a lot. He just can't. yeah. I probably I'll probably never call him Antonio. I mean, he just can't use Cesaro, right? Because it's copyrighted. He has yeah. he has a trademark on uh, Czro. Like Audio Czro. Czro,
1: CSRO. Rather.
0: Oh yeah, CS. Sorry. Oh okay. Either like way. a shortened four letter version of Cesaro. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing he used to wear on his his ring gear when he was in WWE. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So, dude, him in long pants, weird, right? Yeah, it is weird. Also, you. They... Used... Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. no I was no. just gonna say.
1: I was just gonna say
0: that they make his butt look huge. <laughs> no, that's not what I was gonna say. <laughs> I I thought that's what you were gonna say. You were gonna say uh, sub, weren't you? No. I don't remember what I was going to say anymore. I don't uh No, I got nothing. Okay. I have two things. Uh, they mentioned during this match that, and, and during the match, when I was watching it, it made me be like, what the fuck? Why? That doesn't even make sense. But him and Eddie Kingston, they were like, yeah, he, he's taken Brian Danielson's place uh, in this match. And Eddie Kingston hates Claudio more than Brian Danielson. And it's just like, okay, sweet. That makes no sense, but I guess it does. If it, it does. Do, if it does. If you go look at their history in Chikara. Yeah. I had to like Google I'm, it. Like I'm going to do that. <laughs> I had to fucking Google it. I had no idea why he hated him so much, but apparently they had a they had like a, a three match set where each of them won one and there was a draw. So they've never really had that like defining match. And so Kingston, like, fucking hates Cesaro. Cause... Well, well, Kingston hates him because he was, like, according to Kingston, he was leaving the independent scene, going to NXT, and he was supposed to put him over, and Cesaro didn't put him over. Because they never had that last match. Yeah. Oh, so they, like, actually hate each other? I think so, Kingston has yeah. legit hate with Cesaro. Because he, while he was in WWE, you can go back and find old tweets from Eddie Kingston, how much he dislikes Cesaro. Oh... Dude, let's go. Chad can tell you. I I had another one of my my total recall moments during this match. Yeah, he. Oh, yeah, you were fucking on some shit. (laughs) You know that thing where Joe like just like spouts off a bunch of fucking knowledge that you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, he's like Rain Man. Does that? (laughs) Basically, what I what I said was it's it's really weird that. Cesaro is going is in a in a faction with John Moxley now because John Moxley is the reason he ha- wears a mouth guard during his matches and then oh, I yeah. called out the specific match it was the bar versus Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose for the tag team titles on raw and uh, Dean Ambrose hits a, a a slingshot into the turnbuckle and sent sent his teeth like through threw his lip into his nose. Yeah. That was disgusting. Was I remember that. Yeah. There's a lot of blood. That was rough to watch. And guts. Uh-huh. Yeah. More to come on that. Um, Did you think this match was like a, a letdown to you? Yes. And I'll tell you why. It's because of the hype that Brian Danielson gave it. And the hype that Brian Danielson said that Claudio Castagnoli is one of the greatest technical Thank wrestlers. You. Yes. He's great. He's great in the ring. He's, not, he's not, a, not a great technical he's wrestler. A, he's not a great technical wrestler. No, that's he why was, I was like, I picked Jonathan Gresham because like that makes... Zach, more, he's a Jr. technical wrestler. Claudio's not a technical wrestler. Zack Sabre Jr. was wrestling an excellent technical match here in this, in, in this match. Claudio mm-hmm. was wrestling a WWE style match. Mm-hmm. I thought the exact same thing. I'm glad you came to all those points with the simple question of did this disappoint you? You made every point I was gonna make. This Zach Saber Junior is fucking awesome. This should have yeah. been Brian Danielson, and if it had been, this would have been match of the night. But it was Claudio, yeah. and it was like bottom three for me. And also, and I'll, ha- I'll I'll I'm 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 gonna save this for Wednesday. But I have an opinion of Claudio in the B the BBC BCC. The BBC. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, yeah. Next, we had the... Uh, so, so his, wait, how oh, many wait. beers? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Two beers for that. This match got two... Two beers. 2.25 Doves? is what I had. No, Doves? because the we me and Dylan talked about this, that he got 0.25 more on the Will Osprey match, which meant that oh, okay. the, the debut for Claudio only got 0.75, so our numbers... His Will Osprey match goes up to two, and then our Zach Sabre Jr. match goes down to two. Okay. Definitely I did cut say, that explanation. Uh, Okay, I did have a, a quote from the the commentary team from this one. I texted Chad about it too. I think uh, we had a the commentator or Zach Saber Jr. was was holding his was holding his holds on the ropes for too long, and the ref is counting to five and not calling a DQ. And the commentator says Zach Saber Jr. is wrestling smart because he knows that Bryce isn't going to call for the DQ. So acknowledging the fact that AEW refs don't fucking listen to the rules, even though they, they don't know give them. a fuck no. and they a- don't do anything. AW, <laughs> AEW doesn't go to disqualifications. That's, that's I, no, I understand is. that. But if you're going to do that, then don't, don't mention don't on commentary. Call it Bryce Remberg, then the exact thing that we're talking about too, Bryce Remsburg, like was counting. He got to like four. They didn't break it and he started over at one. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, okay, you're not gonna break it. Let's start again. One, two. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I didn't notice that one. What the fuck? <laughs> I think, I think maybe what they should have said on commentary is like, and Zach Saber Jr. doesn't break the hold because he knows that even if Bryce Remsburg gets to five, he'll know that if he disqualifies Zach Saber Jr. He'll kill him. (laughs) (laughs) He will murder his ass. You will die. (laughs) Just like Adam Cole did in the next match. Uh, Yeah, that was bad. IWGP World Heavyweight Championship four-way match. Adam Cole, Adam Page, Kazuchika Okada, and Jay White. Switchblade, Jay White. Switchblade, Jay White. Leader of the Bullet Club. This got a holy shit chant before the match started. It's quite literally my I first mean, note. The crowd was so over on Okada. It was fucking insane. It was just awesome to see him in an AEW ring. I don't, yep. I don't know what it was. Like, it was just awesome. Like This match was great until the end. Yeah. There were so many good moments in this match where the four of them were playing off of each other between the hangman trying to go for multiple buckshot lariats uh fucking okada continuously trying to hit the rainmaker adam cole uh getting a concussion uh jay it's white being moment. barely in the match <laughs> <laughs> i'm just pointing out things i remember jay white constantly being outside the ring and barely adam being involved turning <laughs> on jay white mid-match i mean that we was awesome but like... we, we called that last week though yeah but like it was still awesome Yes, Yes, it was a good match. I just hate that the ending happened the way it is. So just so if anyone didn't watch it, the ending was uh, what did happen was Okada went for a rainmaker. Adam Cole ducks it, lays on the mat, looks kind of wrong, like he's injured. Jay White hits the switchblade. Not the switchblade. He hits the um, Blade Runner. The Blade Runner. Thank you. On Okada, who rolls out of the ring, he pins Adam Cole, who had no moves happen to him, and he gets the three count match ends um what the rumor mill is is that adam cole was supposed to take that rainmaker then exactly what was what happened was supposed to happen um so that it made sense that adam cole gets pinned because he just took a rainmaker but what did happen was that he got a concussion uh allegedly for legal purposes um nice and so that way he doesn't he didn't know what was going on he had to get help to the back. The commentators even acknowledged that he was hurt. Um, Jay White immediately told the ref there was something wrong, and Bryce Remsberg went straight down to um, Adam Cole and was like looking at him like there was something wrong. Just a shit ending to a great match. Yeah. Hopefully, Adam Cole's okay, but he's yet again another person on this fucking injured list because of Forbidden Door. It's just very unfortunate. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's hurt in both companies. The entire Undisputed Elite, minus the Young Bucks, is on the shelf. Mm. Yep. Bobby Fish and uh, Kyle O'Reilly are both hurt. Yeah. Bobby Fish is storybook hurt, uh, apparently, but Bobby Fish is like permanently hurt. Yeah, he's always hurt, <laughs> but Kyle O'Reilly is apparently like actually hurt. Like a, it might be something serious. I don't know what specifically it is, but Tony Khan oh. acknowledged that he's like actually hurt and he during the post uh, the media scrum talked about kyle o'reilly and how he's been on tear in the company it was like really hurtful that he got hurt and then now adam cole's done for a while with what people are saying allegedly might be a pretty severe concussion what fuck there's goes all your undisputed elite plans out the fucking window well good thing kenny's not coming back anytime soon <sighs> thanks for reminding me allegedly Legal speaking of head injuries, John Moxley versus Wait, Tanahashi. Did the fatal four we get for beer. Three beers. Three. three beers. Three beers. Can I continue? I, I was going to say, speaking of head injuries, John Moxley versus Tanahashi was next. <laughs> this gave and, me a brain injury. <laughs> no, I was going to say Moxley. The blood pouring from his face, even during the media scrum, was gruesome. He, the dude blade himself stupid. too deep. Yeah. I just want so, to point out, this is what won me the belt. Yeah, so this came down to me and Chad, and Chad just needed Moxley to bleed. I'm still not sure if it was his. Could have been Tanahashi's. <laughs> Fuck you. He bladed so <laughs> deep. There was a fucking cut on his head on Wednesday. I'm, I'm, I'm still not sure that Chris Jericho uh, didn't bleed. Oh, so, we got to tell you this, Dylan. Okay, so we're texting the whole show, and like during like the Zack Sabre Jr. match, I'm like, I think it's going to come down to me versus Dylan and blood for Moxley being the only thing that matters. And Joe's exact response was, well, Chris Jericho could still bleed. And I was like, hot, you're funny. And then the ending happened. And I was like, oh, fuck, Chris Jericho's out here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, please, I, God, no. I, I had a feeling that that there was going to be a final build to blood and guts as the as the last thing. Because AEW pay-per-views always go off with the last thing. And yeah. I had a feeling that was going to be it. Um, So I was like... I still have a chance to win this if Chris Jericho comes out and they, they do blood for the buildup to blood and guts. <laughs> and I saw a red spot on his back and Chad and I both rewatched it. And it, it was transferred from Mox, probably allegedly, but I, I read something that said that, uh, or no, not, I didn't read, I didn't read something. I, I'm making it up as I go right now. So just bear with me. Um, Chris Jericho's blood on Wednesday was, was a reopening of a wound. That wasn't a new wound. So he obviously bled on Sunday. But it wasn't caught on camera. So, you know. <laughs> so should we, right on the back. <laughs> should we just vacate the title then? No. <laughs> you, we specifically didn't tell you this until after you watched it. So you could watch it and then see if you saw anything specifically. I, I did not notice any. I did not but either. Me already... and Joe both rewatched it and both of us said we didn't think you did. Dude, okay. like, during the during the Jericho match, like, I thought he was bleeding a hundred times because he was so fucking red. Yeah, he... Tomato. He it mi- it might have been the camera, but he looked like the butcher. <laughs> like, he was so fucking red, and I was like, is that blood? Is that blood? No, that's just his skin. That's just blood under <laughs> his skin. <laughs> I was so bummed that Jericho didn't bleed. Um, notes I had for this match. I, I, I don't think that this is actually a thing, but I wrote... Uh, is John Moxley doing a Dudley tribute because he was wearing like Dudley colored camo pants? Um no, he's done that before. Uh, he's he's worn those. Well, maybe maybe that was a Dudley tribute as well. Could have been, but I didn't um know. and then I wrote I took a note that the commentator, the commentary team referenced that in New Japan, the it's a 20 count for a count out. And, yep so Tanahashi had to get back to the ring in 10 which is something he wasn't used to and I didn't know that yeah they said like right after though, that like Tanahashi like, had like studied for that or knew the rules or whatever and he yeah. made it back within 10 so clearly he did uh, oh, and my, was... last, my last note was Ma- Mox blood <laughs> yeah that's my, my only note actually Mox blood <laughs> in big words Mox blood <laughs> <laughs> fuck you I hate you you old fatty. Um, I just want to point out that a little bit of <laughs> oh. additional information I just found out. Uh, reading my Facebook, uh, from Ariel Helwani, who's a viable source. Yes. Um, Logan Paul has signed a deal. Uh, per the sources, it's a multi-year deal. He will compete at multiple events per year. No return date, but should make a reappearance at SummerSlam. Multiple events per year, meaning Summer exactly. Slam, what we talked about WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, and maybe another one. Yep, Exactly. And money what in the about. bank. Not in a match, but. No. Did you think this Moxley-Tanahashi match was better than you expected? After it Wednesday, was... I was like, I thought it was going to be so bad. And there were times I was actually pretty invested. I don't think it was great, but I thought it was better than I expected. No, because I knew yeah, the whole you're time going to win. You're not a big Mox fan, though. I have but... been a pretty big Mox fan since he came back from... Rehab. Uh, rehab i said that on the podcast right after he came back like i want to cheer for him now because like that's a success story and that's like a positive for somebody in real life And i like taking real life things and cheering for people because i know they're good people like i always struggle hating john cena because he's such a good fucking person but i hate his character so i very rarely cheer for him the same thing about moxley like he succeeded and he did it for his kid which is like one of those like hell yeah things like i'm 100 behind that so like since he's come back from rehab i don't think i've cheered against moxley once I'm just struggling to figure out then why Shane McMahon's your favorite wrestler. Oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> I listened back to like three episodes last like two or three days. And I do want to point out when you asked me what my favorite wrestler was, I didn't say Shane McMahon or Jeff Hardy. You said Adam Cole. I said Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. bay. It used to be Jeff Hardy, but it's not. It now. was Jeff Hardy. It was never <laughs> Shane McMahon. Yeah. The Shane McMahon one is the, is the joke. The Shane McMahon thing, for those viewers who don't know, it's because I own a Shane McMahon jersey from a Survivor series that happened years ago because I got it on clearance at ww.shop.com for like 20 bucks. Chad's, well, he's and I kinda, wore it. You have to shop the clearance now because you have four kids. Uh, well, first of all, yeah. What day do kids <laughs> eat free at these restaurants? I need to know that <laughs> kids are fucking expensive. But yes, <laughs> I frequently go to wbshop.com, look at clearance, and buy shit for people I like that's on clearance. That's fair, including Shaming Man. <laughs> so you like Shaming Man? No. Damn, dude, I made eighty cents for the Blood and Guts match. Oh, dude, let me check. I don't think I made anything. I didn't do anything for that. Uh, let's just close out uh, AEW with uh, this pay per view got thirty point two five beers, which is good enough for fourth best overall all time. Indeed. After that main event, got two beers because I don't think indubitably, I said that yet. indubitably, I won three thirty four. Wow, I won three bucks. Damn, dude, you've killed it, crushed it. I made a lot of eight. money on the Moxley Tanahashi match. And by yeah, I, I won, I won mean in DraftKings standards. I think I won like four dollars on that one. I made fifteen dollars. Nice, dude, crushed I was it. Excited. I got six of eight right on this Blood and Guts match with 334. I got um, five out of five out of eight and I only got 80 cents. <laughs> All right. All right. So before we get on the weekly recap, um, I have a quick question. I came up with uh, the four match of the year contender matches that I think are a thing so far, having watched Forbidden Door and everything up to it. I want to see only if y'all one. can guess the four. I have four. That was so loud. I really hope that doesn't wake my kid up. Uh Cody, right. Seth, Hell in a Cell. Cody, Cody Seth. Seth, Hell in a Cell. Easily number one on my list. Um, all right, hold on, Joe. Let's think of like a mania one. Is there a mania mm, one? There's not a mania one. All right, Cody, no. or not Cody, uh Roman Seth Royal Rumble. Not on my list. Bullshit. Um what the fuck? Is there a Forbidden Door match? Well, my favorite match from Forbidden Doors on the list. Orange, mm, orange yeah, Orange casting Will, Will Osprey. Okay, is it a Dax Hardwood match? One, yes, one of them is Dax Hardwood versus Will Osprey. It's not a singles match. Mm. Oh. Also, Joe, I, I appreciate how you just said Dax Hardwood. <laughs> What's his name? Hardwood, hardwood. Not hardwood. <laughs> really? <laughs> Are you serious? I'm so serious. You thought it was hardwood this whole time? For three years or two years. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Hardwood. There's no D. Mm-hmm. There is. It's mm-hmm. at the end. <laughs> is it versus the Bucks? No. no. They, they haven't had a match, have they? Who did FTR have no. an awesome match with? Oh. <sighs> I can't believe you forgot this, Dylan. Me and you watched Brisco- it. Briscoes? Yeah, dude. Yeah, the Super Brisco. Card of Honor, the Briscoes and FTR. The other okay. one was at the very beginning of the year. Day one? No. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was on a weekly show? Yes. Oh, my God. Pass. You will remember this match. I know, but pass. It was the first five-star that Metzler gave this year. Oh, Rollins! Wrong show. NXT. No. AW. Yes. Uh, the Bucks. Nope. The Moxley. You want me to just give it to you? Yeah. Yeah. Cody versus Sammy Guevara in that ladder oh, match. Ladder match. That was this year. Yeah, I forget um, that Cody Rhodes was in AEW this year because he's so. I think that just goes to show like how far and away that Hell in a Cell match is the match of the year right now. I think number two, I'd have the Briscoes and FTR at number two. I'd have that ladder match at three and Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy at four. But those are like the four four that immediately plopped. Like all four of those immediately came to thought. Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. I would put that up there, but the ending. Pissed me off. I forget how it ended. So that's probably why I don't remember. That's probably why I I think it was a DQ. I think that if, if, uh, I think you're right, actually. If if I I think if Rhea didn't hurt herself, that could have been a a contender. Yeah. Seth beat Roman at, uh, Royal Rumble, uh, by disqualification. Damn. Well. All right. We have spent quite some time already on the beer ratings. Uh, So we're going to really get, we're going to get through the weekly recap really fast here. Um, I will just say right now, I don't need to talk about Rampage at all. Um, Smackdown. A lot of money in the bank build on Smackdown. Sure. Uh, I'll say right now, I'll just say all of them. So Drew and Sheamus had to requalify, uh, and they had to coexist and <laughs> go up against go up against the Usos. They they qualified. which I called out last week on the show actually how re- how stupid the Adam Pearce was for just putting both them in the match. Yeah, and then Paul Heyman did the same thing. Yeah, so they requalified. Sami Zayn qualified, which I do want to talk about that. Um, And Shotzi qualified mm. for the women's. I. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this. I yeah. talked about Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. It is looking really good. Yeah. And this storyline. Yeah. You didn't just talk about it. You called out the exact storyline. That's I called it on. exactly like it's happening right now. Well, I got a little drunk. He was like, week. I won't coach, I won't cash in on Roman. Uh, and it's like, I'm part of the bloodline, so I won't cash in on Roman now. And Heyman was like, but are you sure? And he was like, totally, I would cash in on Brock. And he was like, but how would Brock have the belt? And it's exactly like I talked about. He's going to go pro-Bloodline until they turn on him or he turns on them. If he, I think he could win Money in the Bank. He's my second choice right now. He's my second choice as well. I think Sami Zayn's a way better pick in literally seven days since we recorded last than i talked about last week but i i think he's my number one of like people i want to win he he's the person i want to win the most because of how good the storyline could be yes however we'll get to it we'll get to it um you want to know my favorite thing from smackdown real quick uh the viking raiders turning heel that segment includes my favorite thing from the week it's the part where the new day say we don't do rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch bullshit (laughs) that was funny as fuck that was was. funny as fuck and then i love how the viking raiders are heels yeah way better as heels i mean yeah that was just i don't know i i would assume that WWE has to buy off on what the new days are going to say out there. So it's just the WWE calling themselves a bunch of fucking idiots. I don't know. Yep. That is the WWE making fun of itself. And that's my favorite thing. All right. um, I don't have anything else for SmackDown. Oh, wait, Pat McAfee and Corbin at SummerSlam. Yep. That's official. That's going to be a thing. We got a uh, shanky face turn. Yeah, uh, even more of that on Monday too. Yeah, um, Ronda Rousey calling out Natalia's rap. God, that fucking Natalia Ronda Rousey scene was atrocious. Yeah, let's just. Uh, Natalia about- was Natalia was really bad, but I thought Ronda actually hit some zingers. I she yeah. talked about her boobs a lot. Just because she, about she about said boobs. that she that Natalia does OnlyFans doesn't make it a zinger. She does okay. OnlyFans? Yeah, no, no her Natalia's sister, sister has one, but Natalia is involved with it. I, yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, you guys go ahead and do the rest of the show. I got some research. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the kidding. only, before we move straight into Raw, the only thing I do want to say about Rampage is that I thought the Andrade Ray Phoenix match was awesome. It got 20 plus minutes of story time. And we have officially in AEW, La Faction and Gobernable as a new faction. And I think that means that the Andrade family office is done. So thank fucking God. So I just wanna- one, one faction goes away and another faction debuts. and Chad Yeah, but one happy. that doesn't fucking well, Chad's suck. A big, Chad's a big faction fan. Yeah. Well, Andrade family office was the worst faction in AEW history. Um, and the Dark Order is the second worst one, and they're both going away right before our eyes. So I love that. What about the dudes with the attitude? That's not affection. That's a tag team for one night. I just want to say that if if WWE does the same exact storyline with Sheamus as they did with Sheamus and Cesaro, I'm going to be really upset of these guys hate each other. Now they're a tag team, and they're a good tag team. Him and Drew? No way. Now, Drew's getting a title push. Yeah, yeah I agree. Clash I the agree. castle. But they they put him up in a tag team match against the champs, and they beat the champs. I don't know, but they have their they have their eyes set on something else right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's not the same as Cesaro and Sheamus. Like, there's their their lead into them doing a tag team was they had a best of seven series. Yeah, and they hated each other, and then they were friends. Allegedly, no one would actually know. I think they were. I think they All were right. actually sorry. um let's move on to raw raw was the John Cena show there it when, was so yeah we like John Cena's worth talking about during this and it started out so fucking cringy the the was, earlier today him shaking yeah well everyone's yeah hand thing. yeah every, everybody clapping and cheering while John Cena walked into the building and yeah. he shakes people's hands I'm like oh god this is cringy as fuck that was awful I was so bad. I do have God, a question. imagine I, being John Cena during that. I do That's have so a question. I do have a question. What's up? Where do you guys lie on Vince McMahon's uh, take that John Cena is the greatest sports entertainer of all time? He might be close to the greatest sports entertainer of all time, but he's not the greatest wrestler of all time or even the greatest WWE wrestler of all time. I don't think he's the greatest sports entertainer of all time. I think he's Chris Jericho. the second best, probably. <laughs> no, I think it's The Rock. I think it's The Rock, too. I was going to say The Rock. I think it's Stone Cold. No. Stone Cold is... Uh. No, I think to be the greatest sports entertainer of all time, you have to be... Like, it's, in my opinion, it's the most... When you ask a normal person on the street, do you know who this is? They say yes. Stone Cold's equally as big as The Rock. No, what? No. My parents know who Stone Cold is and they don't watch wrestling. They also probably know who The fucking Rock is because he's a gigantic movie star. Yeah, but Sports Entertainer is in the world of Sports Entertainer. It's not just what they did in movies afterwards. And Stone Cold was better in the ring. He was equally as good on the mic. He had better fucking big moments. I mean, the fucking the fucking beer truck and the, the okay. fucking zamboni like fucking I, sports entertainment is what happens in wwe not what happens outside of the company i get and you but stone I, cold it, moments are yeah. better than the rock moments i get you i also I, I, want I, anyone I also, more belts. i agree with I also, that i agree with that in 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 my take on it i i it my take on it was like who the biggest sports entertainer is the, the biggest one star to come out of the company the biggest star to come out of the company and i would agree that's the rock and then john cena would be I john is too yeah but but i think but, what he does in the in the company is also kind of important and john cena had m- a much longer run in wwe than the rock did in fact and stone cold and stone cold and stone cold so that He's might put the longest one but i think in, when it comes to like most important influential moments, I would put Stone Cold, then John Cena.
1: I agree. As a sports but-
0: entertainer, based on the moments they had, the storylines they had, the title runs they had. Going into this question, I, I didn't agree with Vince at all, but I'm starting to see Vince's point. With the the modern-day wrestlers that are around because John Cena built them up, like his whole Nexus storyline in 2010... Oh, that was huge. So good. That was so good. huge, and it was it was like revolutionary for like for the wrestling industry. Sure, but quite literally, the only person that's still around doing stuff that I know of is Danielson, and Slade Dell. Oh yeah, sure. My Slade still Slater. wrestles. Heath Slater wrestles in Impact. David Otunga is a producer. Exactly. Okay, you have a point. I don't know. I think John Cena's like if you think about like all the Stone Cold moments because there's so many of them. I honestly think that John Cena's like biggest moment was hit it. slapping. I was gonna say uh, announcing on the microphone to a live crowd that we killed Osama bin Laden. <laughs> I was gonna say ruthless aggression, but yeah, I was gonna say r- ruthless aggression that's like one of the most iconic debuts of all time if not yeah. the most iconic debut of all time he, he announced an the entrance of an after. entire era kane. with his uh, uh kane fuck that guy first of all but oh yeah <laughs> the entrance and then the announcement of an entire new era in sports entertainment based on what you said when you entered fuck man that's like what that's like the attitude era if someone had come out and been like I'm going to give you some attitude and attitude. That's, what they, <laughs> that's what they named the era after you know <laughs> or, or, or if someone came out and said I think we need to be a little more pg <laughs> <laughs> yeah like no one did that but the ruthless Joe aggression Casey. era is literally John Cena came out and said ruthless aggression and then we named it a whole era after that that's fucking yeah. huge yeah, yeah I mean it was Vince's idea it's though between him with. and the rock. maybe <sighs> This is the John Cena show. It yeah. was a cringing opening. I did like the John Cena. I did like his promo at the two hour mark. I thought uh, there was a lot of good stuff in his two, his, uh, his promo, uh, including making fun of his jorts. Yeah. The yeah, sign. He called, the sign. Yeah. We got here's my, here's point. my, we got another cheer for Vince McMahon, by the way. Yeah. Also. Yeah. It's still happening. Here's my question after that promo, though, is do you think John Cena is at SummerSlam? Against yeah. Theory? Yeah. You still think that after he said, I don't know when the next match is? There will be oh, more yeah. than one, I don't know when it's going to happen. That was Cap. Yeah. He's, he's wrestling at SummerSlam. Okay. Yeah. I also I th- liked how he told the fans to continue to say stuff if stuff sucks. I think that he said that, and then Theory is just going to coax him into a match at SummerSlam. But that would require John Cena to be at a lot of more shows between now and then. I don't know if that's happening. We'll see. He walked out like he wasn't coming back anytime soon. I'd be willing to bet that it goes along the some sort of line where Theory is upset that he's not showing up anymore. And he challenges him to a match at SummerSlam. And Theory's in the ring at SummerSlam waiting for him to come out and then his music hits and so we it's have like John Cena and Undertaker uh, at oh, John, John, John Cena or Austin Theory says all right well if I can't get a match at, at SummerSlam I'm gonna buy a ticket yeah no, <laughs> this is John like Cena that. Undertaker dude <laughs> <laughs> not like that it's gonna be him challenging him to a match and he'll be in the middle of the ring just waiting and then a music hits
1: okay I don't That's, know about
0: that that seems fucking crazy we'll see boom <laughs> Um I do think he makes it to SummerSlam but I just don't think that's how it happens that seems wild. I think he'll be on weekly shows soon. We will see. Uh how about the AEW guys getting the um the videos? Yeah, that was cool. That was cool to see. We got Jericho, Big Show and Daniel Bryan is what they called him in the video. Yep. Which makes sense. I think so. it's cool that Tony Khan bought off on that. I think it's good for wrestling if these companies continue to work, let other words, people do stuff with other companies like WWE letting AJ Styles make an appearance at SummerSlam or anniversary, and then AEW letting these three guys make a thing. Yeah, just be civil about yeah. everything. Yeah, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely. It's not like the wrestling
0: for the other promotion. Just let them fucking talk on a camera and then send it to the WWE to put in a fucking package. Exactly. And it's not like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, did you guys guess the winner of the battle royale the minute it started? Uh I already knew. I watched Raw on recording, so I already knew. Oh, I did I not know. It. I did also watch it on recording, but I guessed it immediately. I mean, he was the last person to enter. Yeah, I, I mean I think I called five of the last six people that happened. I thought it was a really good battle royale, by the way. But um I had I, I fucking love when they do things like we have one spot left in the match. It's a battle royale, and they just throw twenty fucking people out there. And the five of the last six people were like Ricochet, Shinsuke, AJ, The Miz, Riddle, and T-Bar. And five of those six, I would have said like easily could have been winners, but I called Riddle. But like, why That's do you why I think? Sh- why do you think Ricochet couldn't have won? <laughs> 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 T-Bar made a really long appearance in that match. He looks weird now. He doesn't have the fucking face paint and he has a beard.
1: Let's just yeah. call him Dominic not,
0: Dijakovic. He never had a beard as Dominic Dijakovic, though. They're I know, not but call like. call him that, though. Isn't that his real name? No. No. Like a, it's something close to his real name, but it's not his real name. Oh, is it Donovan, Donovan da, whatever, Dijak? I think that's his it's real name. It's Dijak. Yeah, Dominic Dijak. Yeah, because that's what he went by in the Indies. That's right. Well. Um, my only other note for Raw other than the okay, I have I have a couple more, but um I'll say the the first two before I get to the one that I actually was kind of pissed off about slash noticed. I don't know, and I want to see if you guys notice it, but uh Liv beats Alexa in the Battle of the Subs. Yeah, Battle and of the Subs Carmella. What about Carmela? Uh, oh she looked great. Uh, yeah. I thought their promo with Bianca was not terrible. Yeah, I didn't either. But the big thing that I noticed on Raw, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, when they cut to commercial break, it was happening very abruptly, and they weren't hitting the time. Like, the announcers weren't hitting the marks. Did you guys notice that at all? No. No no where they'd be like all right uh they they would like say that they would like say their normal lines like you know how you can tell when they're about to cut to commercial break because mm-hmm. they say some line and it's like oh we're about to cut to commercial it would cut to commercial before they finish the line Huh? production staff was just having a bad fucking day or maybe because vince is not the ceo anymore no, shut the fuck up. That's my that has take. N- that has nothing to do with production on, quality on the show on the streets, dude. I don't know. No fucking way. Does fucking Vince not, not being CEO I mean, have all, anything all... to do with fucking production value of the show? Just saying. Take a look at that next week. Let's see. Let's see how I'll watch keep... I'll watch SmackDown tomorrow and see if I see anything. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, let me know. Uh, I have two, I have three more notes. They're small. One, the Cody Rhodes interview was great. It I had yeah. so much fucking, I have so many questions afterwards. Like one, the seventh person of the fucking money in the bank is still TBA. <laughs> yeah. And I have I so much worry that that's Cody Rhodes, <laughs> especially after he was like, if, if Seth wins, I want to congratulate him. But that just leads also more into the fact that I think I know I'm going to pick. And I think everyone's gonna pick the same person. Um, I will say Cody Rhodes is the third person I would pick to win money in the bank. And he's yes, <laughs> injured heavily in, and not TBA. announced for the match. <laughs> I, I know, know. it was good to see his, his arm white again. <laughs> yeah, not bright fucking blood red. Yeah, yeah. He he did. I I love how it's very clear that Cody Rhodes at a very young age knew he had a lisp and got seeked help with it. Compared to his dad, who like never seeked help with it and had like a super bad lisp his whole career, yeah, it kind of—I don't know—that kind of made him though. Every when Cody talks, occasionally it comes out super fucking heavy. Yeah, yeah definitely. And he kept saying Seth freaking Rollins <laughs> every time he said Seth freaking Rollins. It was like a super thick lisp on Seth, and I just couldn't stop giggling. At Seth freaking Rollins. Are you making fun of my boy, mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes? Uh, first of all, I have signed you... Cody Rhodes merchandise in my possession. So no, I'm not faking. I, yeah, I you, own you've merchandise you've that's signed by us? Cody Rhodes. So I love Cody Rhodes just as much as you love Cody Rhodes. I, I just think him. it was funny. Would never say anything bad about the man. Equally as funny is Seth singing John Cena's theme song in laughs. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> Is <laughs> so funny. And then uh, Seth is doing the greatest work of his career right now. Like, it's amazing. And while all while losing. Well, he's not losing right now. I don't think he's going to lose on Sunday. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chad. All Sorry. Right. Um, but the other thing I want to mention real quick about Raw is that my second favorite thing they do for Money in the Bank spots is last chance matches. Other than Battle Royale's a six-woman elimination, a last chance match, a battle royale, a John Cena appearance, a Cody Rhodes interview. we all gave us some good shit this week, including yeah. a six-woman elimination match for the main event. I knew Becky was gonna win the whole fucking time, but it was still a really good fucking main event. And it I almost like went down in the it almost went down the exact elimination order I would have predicted. Really? You thought yeah. Tamina was gonna be in the final three? I thought she was gonna be the third person eliminated, and she was the fourth. I thought Shayna and Tamina would swap, but I thought I literally told my wife Zyali is the first person getting kicked out. Yeah. And guess what happened? <laughs> I thought Dewdrop would be the last eliminated, and that's what happened.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Well then, shall we move on to NXT? We need to yeah. get this going. Um Jade and Roxanne. They they beat um Caden and Ke- Kaden and Katana. Yeah. Yep. Uh oh, then it seems like I do you guys think that they're gonna turn heel Caden and Katana after that like backstage thing? Yeah. They seem kind of heelish. Yeah. Yeah. seem seemed really butthurt that they, they they were just butthurt about the whole situation. Um apparently that was not her breakout tournament title shot yeah i think that's why that didn't count yeah so like I she's see. getting a title shot for the tag team titles and she still has her tra- contract to tight cash in rex i mean which, roxanne is why, still has- which is why toxic is going to win next week wow. i don't know i don't i i really i'm 50 50 roxanne is going to come out with a belt it's going to be one of them i think roxanne and Cora are gonna lose the tag team titles. And then later on, Roxanne will cash in on Mandy. Okay, so they're going so Toxic's gonna win. Yeah, I just that's like a 55 45 right now for me. Hmm. Um Nikita Lyons return, challenge Mandy Rose. You mean Dicky um, Steamboat as thickey, Joe thickey, called her? Dicky Steamboat. <laughs> She won the match for the NXT yeah. Women's Championship uh, by, by disqualification. Um, yeah, that happened. Uh, Briggs and Jensen, like we already said, UK tag tag team champs. Yo, no fucking boy. Pretty Deadly comes out and fucking Jensen goes, you're looking for an Alabama ass whooping. And I think. I think the one that's named Elton Prince. I can't remember which one's which. I have no idea. But the darker haired one. So the other one, Kit Wilson. Right? Sure. Kit Wilson goes, you're going to give me an Alabama ass whooping. Roll Tide! <laughs> and I <laughs> fucking fell off the couch <laughs> laughing at them, the, the fucking two English guys going, Roll Tide! <laughs> Making fun of fucking Briggs and Jensen. I thought that shit was funny as fuck. Yes, boy. Roll Tide! Chad. Yeah, it was funny. I'm also an Auburn fan, so... You a big I, fan of the Tide? I fucking hate Alabama. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't know. I didn't really like NXT this week. I kind Dude, of... they killed Did off they... your boy. They oh, killed Trey Donovan. Donovan. They killed two times. They threw him off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, so Joe Burrow's dead. I don't know who's going to quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals this year, but... <laughs> I don't know. Andy Dalton, maybe. I don't know. Oh, no, he's he's backing up somebody, back- probably in Chicago. Dude, do you think that's Triple H coming back? That's why they killed Trey Donovan? No, I think that he no, was fired released. from the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, but like the fact that they threw him off a bridge, they gave him cement galoshes. That was fucking wild. I was like, what the fuck? They just threw him off the bridge. Did you see Trey Donovan's post on Twitter?
1: <laughs> he no, said, I, think- I
0: thought he died. <laughs> No, he posted, uh, too bad I'm really good at swimming. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, all right, what else? Diamond Mine is, I think, on the verge of their breakup here after yeah. Roddy yeah. caused them to lose to Joe Gacy in the Dyad. Yeah, and yeah. also they're like, is the Dyad about to be number one? I, I know that they have the tag team championship match between the Diamond Mine members next week at Great American Bash, but... Is the they dyad, never is the diet they never won to, the is the diet about to be number one contenders for the tag titles after that? They could be. They never won the tag titles, right? They've, they've had like so they, many they, title they, shots. If it's Grizzly won, Young Veterans, they, they've had so many title shots. Never won. They they, they won an NXT or UK, right? They won the NXT UK they did won with the neutral. Yeah. But huh. they got unmasked. It's gotta be so terrible wrestling in that. The uh the good thing about this whole thing is next week is Great American Bash. The card looks really fucking good for this whole thing. So as we yeah. said, the women's tag titles between Roxanne Cora Jane Toxic Attraction. Yeah, that's um, just uh, that's just sucks all around. Uh, Diamond Mine versus Diamond Mine for the tag titles. Roderick and uh, Kemp. The other the other guy, whatever Kemp, that something with a D. something Kemp. Damon Damon Kemp. Uh, Wendy Chu versus uh, Tiffany Stratton should be pretty good. Yeah. Trick Williams versus Wes Lee will be a match. Um, the North American Championship between Grayson Waller and Carmelo Hayes will steal the show. Match of the night. And then Bronson break, uh, Braun Breaker versus uh, Car- uh, Cameron Grimes is going to be a good fucking main event. And they sold that by giving you a promo at the end of the show that Braun is working injured injured in quotation. I think they're selling the injured angle. Yeah. The thing that they did with the turnbuckles, though, I was like, whoa. Kind of caught me. Thought, yeah. yeah. The turnbuckle snapped. It snapped. Which is really it was, dangerous. It was weird. Yeah, it was really odd. But do you think Cameron Grimes has any chance? No, zero. Okay. All right. Well, I don't have really have anything to talk about in AEW. <laughs> i
1: don't think kidding, there's much to talk weird. about there's
0: very little to talk about until we get to the main event my only notes are for well, blood and guts but i do know luchasaurus turned heel and chuck taylor's back nice yeah so there was rumors this week that chuck taylor was uh his contract was expiring and then he showed up with orange cassidy in the intro along with orange cassidy's new in a uh, theme music jane yeah he beats uh, ethan page in the intro It was actually a really good intro First match. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. Okay. And just intro in general. Like it literally started the show and we hit like Orange Castle theme music, new theme music, like Welcome to Dynamite theme music. I'm excited to watch that. And then also I have accurate beer rating for. Yeah. Please guns. confirm my 12 beers because it's, it's, I'm telling you right now, if you count every time they do a move on attacks or glass or go into the cage or anything, You're getting a lot of fucking beers. Plus table breaking, blood, like steel. There was a part where Eddie Kingston came in with a fucking. He came in with a fucking kendo Kendo stick stick? and got two beers worth of kendo shots in the first like minute. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he was going wild with that thing. But yeah, before we get to blood and guts, I have two notes. One, Christian Cage is pushing fucking boundaries with these fucking heel promos. He said, (laughs) "And Dylan, I know you haven't watched yet, and I'm sorry to ruin this for you, but he said, I'm sorry the rest of your family isn't dead, and they have to watch you be a piece of shit. And then he said, except your mom. Except your mom. And then he gave the call fucking thing. (laughs) Wow. Dude, Christian Cage is going off with some fucking, the most heelish promos I've ever seen. He wished his family dead. I mean, I, uh, those are zingers. My, uh, my question is, did you guys know that dinosaurs can dye their scales? <laughs> yeah, Luchasaurus came out like an all black outfit this week, including his mask, which is now black. Got comparisons to, uh, Kane's debut. Yeah. It's basically like an emo version of Luchasaurus. He, uh, he was mad at his parents, so he dyed his scales. I'm going to wait to watch this. I'm going to wait to watch this, but I'd be willing to bet that he doesn't stay heel for long. And like Christian's first like actual rivalry until jungle war comes back is like Luchasaurus. Yeah. I'd be willing to yeah, bet said- that. I'd be willing to bet that Luchasaurus is actually still affiliated with Jurassic express and is just kind of playing along I, I, for now. That's what I was thinking. Uh, not, not that he's playing along. I think that he's going to stay with him for a while. Because I think Jungle Boy will be out for a, while, a little bit, but I think that there's going to be a match where Luchasaurus accompanies Christian to ringside, and it's Luchas or Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy, and then Jungle Boy like feels bad and saves saves Jungle Boy. That all out? Maybe it all out. I don't know if Jungle Boy will make it all out. He's hurt, so yeah, he's bad. hurt. Hurt. I don't know. Apparently, the latter match he got actually hurt. Shit. So he's out. All right. Uh, what about Blood and Guts? Wait, right, hold on. Before we get to Blood and Guts, I have two quick notes. One, I as said you said earlier, me. the Acclaimed and Ass Boys are falling apart. Sorry to break your fucking mold on it. That's over. Sure. And Billy, yeah. Gunn, sided Billy Gunn sided with the Acclaimed. yeah. Oh, that's that, just. Song. That's the big twist is that Billy Gunn sided with the Acclaimed, not with the Ass Boys. Ass Daddy, let's go. Ass Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on. On Dynamite, we had a champion, 33-0 champion, defend against somebody who's 0-4 in AEW on weekly programming. On your main show, the last match before Blood and Guts, we put Jake Cargill defending against Layla Gray. I don't even know who that is. She's 0-4. She's never won a match in AEW. She deserves a title shot. That's how bad the women's division in AEW is. No, I don't no, know, it's dude. Mostly it's... because they don't want Jade having like big, high-profile matches on TV. I would assume. Also, that's how that's how open challenges go, dude. She's the TBS champion. Doing. She defended it on TBS. Yep, that's against fucking nobody. O oh, and four. Sure. that's how open not sky go, blue not layla hirsch not diamante not somebody who fucking wins occasionally on dynamite or dark somebody who's never won a match in aew i was thinking and about Layla and i assumed during this match because that's who i thought was going to come out uh i think she might be injured layla hirsch? I, think I don't she remember is. she is yeah i saw her on a list this week of people who were hurt yeah same yeah it yeah. was a really long list. It was, it was a very fucking long list, but I saw her name on it. It was ridiculous. I'm just naming. There's so many people they have on fucking... I Dynam- on, on fucking AW Dark that could have had this match. Not someone who's 0 and fucking 4, wasting my fucking time. Yeah, you can skip that that squash match, Dylan. Yeah, don't watch that shit. Okay, well, even if... It doesn't matter who she faced. She still would have won. No. Yeah. She's going to lose to Athena. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're protecting her. They're they're upping her numbers, making her more impressive. Until do that shit on dark. I don't want to fucking watch it. Don't do it champ on dark. Do it on fucking rampage. No, because that's on it's, TNT. That's it's giving this Le- this Layla Gray chick some exposure too. She's zero and yeah. five. <laughs> now, <laughs> I, I'm not as mad at at, at it as you because that's I'm how open s- challengers go. No, she's open that, challenges helped- should be someone who's on the fucking roster. She's on the roster. She's on the No, she's not. She's not all elite. She's had four dark matches. You know how people on dark get their jobs? They get called the week beforehand and say, hey, do you want to fucking wrestle a match on dark? Sure. And they come in. And I only know that because Kylan King went off about it on a fucking podcast like two weeks ago, but how she was on dark for like so long that she thought she was a member of the roster. And then one day they just stopped fucking calling. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Ellen King used to be on Dark all the fucking time. Well, that's why she has don't like know a, who she, she has is. like twenty wins in AEW, but she's not all elite. I've watched exactly one episode of Dark and Elevation, and again because I was there. Eileen <laughs> King had a few matches on Dynamite in Rampage, but like not nothing to fucking bat an eye about. Hmm. She's in NWA now. So that's why I was listening to it. All right, well, let's talk about Blood and Guts, and then get into our predictions. Twelve beers. Allegedly. So, allegedly, for legal purposes, because apparently I can't fucking count because I'm old and fat. You said it, not me. <laughs>
1: you no, know,
0: you did say it about six fucking times today. <laughs> you piece of fuck. You sound pretty butthurt. Chat, it's rude. You're only, mean. It's only funny because Dylan's fatter than you. Yeah, it, that's really it. Like, that's the reason I'm allowed to say it. No, I'm actually just mad because you don't believe that it was 12 beers, but I promise you it's it's 12 beers. I, I believe you. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see it's the same thing as it's long one the match is longer than war games was i looked up war games because i knew you were gonna fucking freak out when i said it was 12 years and long, but it's longer than war games and eddie kingston and that kendo stick alone was enough fucking that and the chair and the table and the blood i mean it's on and there's more people and more entrances yeah it's, it's on par with war games so basically not a lot more, actually probably fewer entrances oh no no it's more entrances because you got to count when they actually go in the ring too no you, I, I did gotcha. i did so if no. that like if that bothers you you might be like 11 and a half beers but yeah you I only counted count when the they, entrance i counted it when they a, came out to the ring and i counted when they entered the match no okay that's almost like, a full beer less yeah in an elimination that's, chamber that's, match you just count you just count the entrance you don't count when they come out that, of the pods that's yeah it's not a pod but it's they're just standing civilly outside which is weird too they weren't fighting each other i don't think it's going to change the numbers that much that was one of my notes on this match is i do like the shark cage for more games yeah the shark cages are better than the fucking standing around outside the ring i also kind of like i liked more in the match that that they were able to get out of the cage, but I like the rule uh, in war games that if you escape the cage, it, then your team loses. Yeah, I prefer it to stay just in the ring than to do all the craziness that they tried to do outside the ring here. Yeah, but I I, I did like the the swing on the top of the cage. That was cool. Yeah, I was I scared to death. Kind of scared. <laughs> yeah, I was scared to death. <laughs> I was scared to death with a lot of stuff on the top, including the whole Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara getting thrown off the top. That was crazy. I, as soon as Sammy started climbing up, I was like, he's going to die. Okay, I'm about I want to watch Sammy Guevara die. I have ten notes. I'm just gonna spitfire them, and I want your I want your responses. You ready? Sure. Yes. Good or bad. One hour long. Don't care. Doesn't so bother good. you. So good. I would I'd, prefer them I would prefer them doing it in forty five to thirty to forty five minutes and and do that thing with the with the broadcasting company where there's no commercials. Same. I'm with Joe. Uh, Sammy Guevara is Ty's, Tarzan and he's spider monkeyed his way around the cage. Uh, little little annoying. Yeah, Sammy Guevara jumping around was fucking spider monkeying, and it was fucking impressive. I was fine with it. Like you're you're asking if we agree or disagree, or you're asking Just if it's a good or bad. General opinion. I don't mind. I uh, was fine with it, except that he was doing it to run away from people. Yeah, when there was nothing was... like before the match started. Like specifically, he bounced around the the ropes with uh instead of facing Claudio, and that, yeah, that, that was annoyed me a little bit. That's the that's the moment I wrote that down. Actually, uh, the cage was too far from the ring. Makes sense for the style that they did on the sides that didn't have the entrances. Like the, there was like a gap there between a gap the ring. Year. Yeah, and last I year I someone like got stuck gap. in it. Yeah, I you like, like the gap? gap. Oh yeah, I like where the cage ends at the ring so that someone can't get think... stuck because it no, scares I... me. No, I like the gap. I like the yeah. stuck the 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 uh, ability to get stuck. Yeah, it's like a hell in a cell match in that in that way. And then put it like two to four feet out. There's like yeah. only like a like, it works like a less a than a foot, is enough for like a no, leg, I, I, enough for a leg to snap. No, I don't want that. I I agree with Chad. Put it a little further away. Yeah. I like it where they had it on the sides where they entered where there was like a there was like a wooden, like a four foot, two to four foot wooden section between the ropes and the cage, more than I like it on the sides that didn't have it. Because there was like no gap and they can get stuck. Um, Santana's injury. Dislike. Uh, didn't. What, did you catch. like that? No, I put uh, knee blown out. Looked real bad. Yeah, it looked really bad. Didn't see it. He went to go, like, he just come in the ring and he went to go pick somebody up and slam them and he like, his knee buckled. buckled and he landed on his, like the person landed like on his leg and he never got up again. And he was never involved again. Like Santana came in never involved. I heard He's the he only one that didn't hurt. bleed. That's not no. true. Claudio. Claudio nah, didn't I bleed. Know. And I wrote one more person, Sammy, uh, Sammy Guevara never bled. Yeah. Well, yeah, he did get thrown off the top of the cage and probably, yeah. bled, but we didn't see it. Yeah. You never saw on camera. Um, So when Matt Menard bled, it was caught on camera that fucking John Moxley was blading him. Yep. I saw that. You saw that too? Very much just like that. It was very apparent. The camera choice was terrible because you saw Moxley blading Matt Menard. And then he saw him throw the blade out of the ring. Yep. hated that. That happened. It was so obvious. Like he was holding over him and he was doing this like fucking thing with his hand. And like, and then the blood was there, and then he threw something out of the ring. I was like, "Holy it was fuck!" It right was a different after, camera. It was right after he did the whole spot where he like put the fork in his the forehead, chopsticks and then the chopsticks, and he jammed him in his forehead. And it then looked like it hurt his hand more than the guy. They head. tried to make it. They tried to make it look like almost that, like he wasn't blading him. In fact, that he was like picking like splinters out of his forehead. Either way, it just it was it was not a good look. Yeah, blading caught directly on camera is never going to be a good look. No. Uh, my next note was Tay Conti wears short shorts. Uh, poor choice for her, but sup for us. I thought it was a great choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, t- my only sign for the night, uh, somewhere in the crowd, wrote: "Claudio has sausage nips." Yeah, sausage <laughs> nipples. Yeah. Um. That yeah. yeah, we talked about already, but they got out of the cage, and like I didn't love that but then they got to the top of the cage. It was scary. And there was two moments that I didn't like. Uh, I hate when they throw people off cages. I, I love it and hate it all at once. Like I love it because it's like a cool spot, but I I, I get so scared. Yeah, they, they did that to Jericho last year. It was terrifying. Yeah. And I think that's like a Mick Foley thing that like in the back of my mind, like Mick Foley getting that tooth that like went into his fucking nose because he got thrown off the fucking hell in a cell. And then he almost died when it fell or broke on him. Like, yeah. I'm so scared of people falling off the cages now. And um, Sammy went off that fucking thing rough, and then the, the, that swirl, or the the swing, the quality of doing the swing on Jericho. If he like loses his balance, Jericho's flying off the fucking side of that thing. Yeah, I don't He's, wish death on anyone. Yeah, there there rough. must have been like a, a hard area to the top where where he did the swing. I, I hated it. it. I was so scared. I told, I said it out loud to my wife. I was like, "I'm terrified. He's gonna fucking die." Um, yeah. Broken glass spots. Don't like it. Two GCW for me. I don't even know where the glass came from. Um, I was, I was not paying attention at this. Moxley point. poured a bag of glass out and then did a DDT. No, he did a pile driver onto uh, Angelo Parker on the glass, and Angelo Parker was legit bleeding from the inside of the top of his head. Nice. Yeah, didn't like it. Two GCW for me. That's like the one thing on this match where I think I agree with Joe. It's like the one step of like GCW esque too far for me is broken glass. Dude, did you see? You know, they they celebrated on the top of the cage, which I'm sure was also terrifying for you. Um, Yeah. <laughs> dude, Wheeler Yuta, when he was celebrating at the top of the cage, still had fucking thumb text in his back. Yes, he did. And Matt Menard, when he was getting submitted, had tons of his back when matt menard was sitting in the submission that he tapped out to lose the match he had thumbtacks all in his fucking back oh there's so many thumbtacks i wrote glass and tack spots a little too far because the glass spot was bad because angelo parker started immediately bleeding i don't think he bladed because you saw blood start coming through his hair yeah I it was, was like bad. Yeah angelo parker looked like he was like losing a lot of blood and i was like holy fuck someone please go check on angelo parker so that one was a lot the tax spots were frequent but like the one part where jericho's like dragging moxley through the fucking tax moxley like kind of looked like it was legit like fucking terrible it like, is. he wasn't selling it he was like i don't know chad what do you think do you think it was terrible getting you do you think it'd be terrible to get drugged through a bunch of thumbtacks yeah okay it would be fucking terrible (laughs) like i don't think getting hit with a A. kendo stick or like faking a chair shot would be that bad but i think getting fucking dragged through thumbtacks or being fucking pile drived into fucking broken glass would fucking suck and that's a difference that's where my line is i guess yeah (laughs) also i think moxley's afraid of heights because he took forever to climb up the side of that fucking thing at the end whereas everyone like quickly ran up there claudio's like running around on the top of the cage moxley's like struggling to make each step because he's like i think moxley's scared of heights well i I, it's either that or he's like he is beat to shit he took a lot of fucking bumps during that match like that's what i was thinking not that he was scared of heights that That he was actually his body was hurting and he was slow because of that. Uh, The the note I had from that was Claudio kept like offered his hand for like a minute straight while Mox was trying to get up. Yeah. And (laughs) and I was like, this is awkward. Is he going to take his hand? And he never takes his hand. (laughs) It's because he's like too busy like holding on, like trying to move his feet, but like his upper body's not moving. He's just trying to get good grip on his bottom half of his body to like get up to the top. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think it was more physical exhaustion than fear of heights. That makes sense too. All right I have um, one I have one last Joe do you have one anything else uh I was gonna I was just gonna call out the Eddie Kingston being upset with Claudio because he thought he was gonna win the match um and that that was also a little awkward, yeah, whereas like Kingston was disappointed in himself but also mad at Claudio, but then he like they they celebrated together and he held his hand up and stuff like that. That was a weird spot. I don't know how I feel about it, all right my last question so it's blood and guts we obviously got blood uh didn't get any guts though your all's thoughts on that no we didn't get any guts last year yeah it was disappointing are you kidding me yes dude jesus christ (laughs) i just got done saying that glass to a to a head is uh, a little too much for me i'm joking (laughs) yes oh my god um. Yeah, oh, the JR slip ups. Yeah, I wrote those in note, yeah. but we already talked about it. Um. Oh, actually, sorry. Um, I forgot because I said I would talk about this later. Uh, it and now it's later. Uh, hot take. Not a fan of Claudio being in the BBC. Oh yeah, he doesn't, doesn't seem to fit. He doesn't yeah, fit. The the BBC is. Can you say bcc please? <laughs> no. It's Moxley and Danielson's thing. And the only people that should be joining that group are young talent that are getting trained by them. And you don't have to actually be getting trained by them, but like kayfabe getting trained by them. That's what the, I think they actually are being trained by them. I think Claudio would be a good addition to, to a training team. I think he's good enough to, to be, to be an important trainer backstage as well as put on good matches. Every faction has a has the same has the same like organization, you know. There's a Moxley, world champ, Moxley's a the champ. Team. Yeah, there's a tag what? team, and there's like a mid Carter. Where is fucking Danielson now? And where the fuck is Claudio in this fucking? They're thing? the tag team now. I don't like the that's a tag team. that I don't care about. I don't either. Yeah, I'm not a. i am not ai do not I don't I don't think he'll be in BCC for too long. Sorry, BBC. Sorry, Chad. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I, I see him doing a, like maybe he's officially part of the team, but like he's going to have a feud with Eddie Kingston at some point. That's what I kind of like about BBC is that they are a faction, but they still are singles wrestlers, you know, still mm-hmm. in it like Mox winning the championship, you know, which only happened because CM Punk hurt that I think Danielson and Moxley would still be in the tag team rankings if fucking Danielson and CM Punk hadn't got hurt. I mean, they were like number two two on the rankings on the tag teams before the injuries started happening. Yeah. All right. Let's mm-hmm. close out with our money in the bank predictions. Then we can go quickly because we are running very long as I mm-hmm. kind of thought we would. Um, I will start here with, I'll go obvious. Um, Ronda Rousey. okay i also have ronda rousey (laughs) put me down for a ronda rousey you wanted to be quick you said obvious i said ronda rousey uh i also have bianca belair i also have bianca belair (laughs) bianca belair okay can we get to matches that matter now i think there's only two but go ahead Okay, let's go with the Usos versus the Street Profits for the Unified WWE Tag Team titles. Joe, who do you have? Hmm. I'm going to go with the Usos. Any reason? No. (laughs) Okay. I'm going with the Usos, and I'm going to continue to pick the Usos until they lose. I think I said this the last time I picked the Usos. Yeah, we we keep Uh, saying this every time. I might not pick them at SummerSlam. We'll see. We'll see who goes up against. It Depends them. on who they face. Like, there's no yeah. viable tag teams. There's almost no good tag teams in this company at all. No. That's Which not. not that's unfair. not fair. The new it's Day. not that there's no. no good tag teams. It's that they don't book yeah, their tag stri- teams. The Street Profits well. are awesome. It's just that the Street Profits are awesome. Viking Raiders are awesome. New Day are awesome. Yeah, but New, new Day and Viking raiders, raiders are about to be in a things. They're not going to face the those way those. that the bloodline is built. That makes them look so unbeatable. It's like I can't see any of the tag teams beating them. It's not that the tag teams are bad. It's well, Montez Ford did beat Jay Uso this week. Yeah, For so the, the Uso's time. are gonna win. Yeah, that's why that's actually like the major selling point on the Uso's winning is that the the Street Profits have won so fucking much in this fucking rivalry so far already in singles just matches, like Randy, just like RK Bro, just like RK Bro did, and I'm picking the Uso's. Yeah. yep. Next. Is theory versus booby Lashley? Mm. So, um, I went with Bobby Lashley here. Hmm. I don't think Bobby Lashley is going to walk out of this as the United States champion. God damn it, I've been wrong on that kind of stuff before with the creeds, but they actually ended up winning. Uh, So Bobby could win. Uh, I just, I don't see a world where Theory beats Bobby Lashley clean. (laughs) So he would have to, I don't know, pull some hijinks or whatever to beat Bobby Lashley. And I think they would just prefer to have Bobby Lashley win by DQ or just fucking destroy Theory. But I don't see that happening either. No. With the John Cena stuff coming up, allegedly. I'm going Bobby Lashley. Uh, Chad? This is actually, like, I think the hardest one because it's exactly like you're saying. I don't think Theory is going to get fucking beaten straight up because they're trying to push Theory. But it's also to it's also hard to imagine them pushing and beating Bobby Lashley straight up because Bobby Lashley is, I think, the number one face they have left on Raw because yeah. Cody's hurt. Because so I think Bobby Lashley is number one face. So, like... If you have number one face in a mid-card match, how do you sell that that he's going to lose straight? You can't make him lose gay. <laughs> so I have Bobby Lashley as well, and I think it's exactly like you talked about. I think Bobby Lashley will come out as the winner, but not with the title. We're God gonna have the it. same exact picks, aren't we? Probably. You guys kind of convinced me of the opposite a couple weeks ago but my my whole thing was bobby lashley since it's the only championship on raw and he is the number 1 face that bobby lashley was going to win and that uh that the cena versus theory match was going to be non title and i'm sticking with that i'm i'm not letting you change my mind bobby lashley is going to actually win and be the united states champion all right then um so, i've been saying that for weeks since august since august no weeks <laughs> um all right well then let's let's do the the women's money in the bank match or should we do the men's because we've already said who we're picking pretty much let's do men's first okay chad why are you picking seth Rollins? because he's on the poster that's literally the reason um no i'm i'm joking um because that's why I'm picking him. No, I'm not picking him because he's on the poster, but I think that does play into it. I This is hard because I really just want to pick Sami Zayn because I think do it it makes so much sense. But Who as does? the champion, I'm absolutely not willing to make a fucking crazy pick like Sami Zayn. Um, I have to be more conservative. Uh, so I'm going to go with the, the number one internet choice, the number one one that makes sense for the future storytelling of Cody Rhodes' return. I'm going with Seth Rollins. I am Joe. Too. Oh, it's Joe's a, asleep. No, I'm awake. It's Seth Rollins. He's I don't like win. this at all. <laughs> I could also see Riddle winning. Riddle might be above Sammy for me, but. No, I have Riddle at like four. I have Cody Rhodes winning as TBA before I have. Yeah. Also, here's a quick question Who the fuck's TBA? It was supposed to be. Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel for that spot, but did they get canceled? They I said don't that know. that match has to get moved to a later date. Hmm. I mean, it would have to happen tomorrow on SmackDown, or it's just or a surprise. Person. It's a surprise. Who's injured? Cody Rhodes. Other than Cody, everybody in AEW. I have no fucking idea if anyone's hurt on, a, on WWE Raw or SmackDown. Edge? How many Raw e? how many SmackDown are in the match right now? B- B- Big E's definitely injured. I think the yeah, only two SmackDown I- guys... Oh, there's three SmackDown guys, three Raw guys, because Raw has Seth, Omos, and Riddle, and SmackDown has Sheamus, Drew, and Sammy. It's an even split. Hmm. Do we have anybody that is on both brands slash... Maybe a legend. Uh, No. I hope we sell this on Friday night, and it's like Gunther or Ricochet or something. But I don't. That means we get a a free repick. Yeah, we would get a free switch. I'm not switching. I'm taking Seth and keeping Seth. I might switch to Theory. Cool beans. I'll see how the rest of this shakes out here, but uh, in the women's, I have Becky Lynch strictly because I picked both of them because one of them has to win. I don't think sense it makes me. any. The only person I see in the women's match that makes more equal or a slightly less sense is Lacey Evans, based on how they pushed her recently. Pick but Lacey there's Evans, then, dude. There's no fucking way to give it to Lacey Evans over Becky Lynch with how she Becky Lynch's storyline's going. And she's on the poster. Becky Lynch is on the poster. I'm picking Becky Lynch. <laughs> I'm going with Liv Morgan. Ooh, what? what? It's time, dude. No, She'd be a not. good miss money in the bank. No, she Watch wouldn't. Her. She can't talk on the mic at all. Yeah, she can't. Doesn't matter. I love her. Whoa. My wife tried to tell me that Liv Morgan's more attractive than Alexa Bliss. and I told her she's an idiot. I think she might be getting there. No. Mm-hmm. Alexa's more attractive. Mm. And Alexa's like always been my favorite. Yeah. Same. All right. Who not on the card will make an appearance? MVP. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm picking a different one. This is bullshit. <laughs> You got to be fucking kidding me. Like Taking an MVP cuz he's a uh, almost as sh- listed by himself. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, dude. Well, no, because No, cuz then I can I could just get my blood right. Hopefully. No, I'll just switch I'll switch my blood if we have different blood picks or if we have the same blood pick. God, I fucking hate you, Chad. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, dude. Well, good news. I have to announce the next one. So I get to figure out what your blood is before I have to pick. So who is your not on the card that is going to make an appearance there? Dylan? MVP. MVP. Okay, sweet, Joe. It was always MVP. Mine is Logan Paul. Ooh, spicy, Joe, I like your picks. I don't like Liv Morgan as a pick at all. That's a terrible pick. I like your spicy picks, Joe like you spice the pick um the last prop we're gonna announce uh is who on the card will bleed if there's there's blood blood, who will bleed if there's blood i think joe should go i think joe should go first chad should go second no i announced it i go last and i'm on the champ so like fuck you um as long as you promise not to pick who i picked unless you pick the person i already have written down you gotta go with who is going to take a big spot from the top of the ladder like looks like they're going to win and then won't win because they get thrown from the top of the ladder. So for that reason, I'm going with Riddle. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, Chad. Let's let's both say it on this at the same exact time. No, <laughs> no Dylan, go. I have Seamus. Oh fuck you. Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> <She laughs> I wrote Sheamus down as well um, because he's a Tampa mayonnaise and he bleeds very easily all the time. And I think he's the one who's going to take the spot off the ladder. Okay. I'm not the same kind of mayonnaise. No, like he's literally uh, a can of white I hate you so much. No, I'm definitely taking Sheamus. I was always taking Sheamus since August. Um, I hate you so much. I'm going to switch to Drew. Uh, that I, was probably my number 2. I hate you so much. I had riddle too. I'm all right. I'm I'm making an executive decision here on my part. I'm switching to Drew McIntyre for my blood. And I'm also switching to theory. Okay. By nefarious means. You do t- boo boo. And switching on the show has never hurt me in the past, so. Oh, except for last week where I won the belt because you switched to Jonathan Gresham. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, being champ is nice. Uh, Joe, end time. Uh, I'll I'll go first. If you want me too. Okay. Oh, now uh, you're willing to go first. It doesn't really matter. But I have 11 p.m. sharp. Hmm. Six matches. I'm gonna- that's a good call. I'm gonna go with 10:49. I had quite literally thought you were about to say 10:59, and I was gonna hit no. you. I was gonna go with 47 and nine felt better. Hmm, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, those are our predictions for Money in the Bank. Not a whole lot of explanation for them, but we ran because a lot really of them, long. Are just like them We ran really long talking about Forbidden Door, and yeah, it's. I think it's a pretty easy pay-per-view to predict premium live event. Sorry. Peacock. Um, next week, we're going to have the weekly recap, uh, which is going to include the great American bash, the SmackDown before money, in the bank, as well as uh, the raw after money in the bank. So we'll get some fallout from that and our beer ratings from money in the bank. So should be a good show. It's definitely going to be shorter than this one. I'm sorry to everyone who listens to this because it's probably going to end up being like three hours almost. We just had a lot to talk about. But as always, you can follow us on Twitter at DT Pod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad. And we'll catch you on down the road. I was
1: thinking